2: this is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. All right, this is
0: Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me. Goodbye and
3: good night. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this special midweek edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd, and here with me I have Rich Lotto. What's going on, man?
2: Chilling, man, ready for some Royal Rumble talk. Royal Rumble on a Saturday this year. Um, wide open, as they say. Uh, nobody seems to really know who's going to win these things. And, um, you know, I, as far as I'm concerned, they can do whatever they want.
3: Okay. Uh, so to, <laughs> to bring that, to join uh, in on that sort of enthusiasm, uh, we have brought in The hired gun, the big gun, Floyd Johnson Jr. of all things Elite. What's going on, man? I am so excited to be here. I,
1: I, You know I chime in on your uh, Twitches all the time, so I'm excited to be on here. I'm actually going to be at the Royal Rumble. I am, you know... I'm a man of my word, as I told y'all before <laughs> this so So i will I will be at the I will be at the show, the extravaganza, which is Royal Rumble. And you, know, it's it's like I'm just gonna tell people like I am the guy that still watches like all the WWE program. But somebody I, got to. Yeah, it's like when people talk to me and they ask me like uh, how excited I am. It's like I don't get excited about WWE anymore. It's like you just I watch get, it. I just watch it. I get, I'm like, I'm really, I like Brock Lesnar. And uh, if you would have told me Brock Lesnar and Bobby Leslie was wrestling two years ago, dude, I'm like down in the fifth row. Okay. Super excited because I know that's Bobby Lashley's dream match. He said that's the reason he came back to WWE was that match. And I'm like, I love Bobby Lashley. I think he's an amazing wrestler. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I don't even know if I'm going to get a clean finish. I'm I don't know. Good point. <laughs> I don't know if. What's going to happen? And it's just like, and, and you know, honestly, two, three years ago before AEW existed, I didn't care. I would watch it. I would be excited because that's all I had. Now that I see it done right. And James is, I've watched a few matches on Stardom and I watched their tag match on New Japan. And I'm like, and you see wrestling done right. You're like, why? Why? You're like, you have all this talent. You have all these guys that are, you have like my favorite wrestlers and you just like, it seems like it would be simple. It was like, you like, they stole Hulk Hogan for Hulkamania. They stole ECW Latitude for Attitude Era. Why don't they steal something from Stardom or AEW and just look (laughs) wrestling?
3: I didn't know this. I didn't know something was starting. but okay. Uh, Look, um... I remember. I can tell you where it start, where it changed for me, uh, Floyd, uh, and, we'll, and then we'll get, actually do. We will get to previewing the Rumble. I remember when Rich. Um, when did you first get an Observer subscription? Was it once the Daniel Bryan? Was it once Daniel Bryan retired to see him or left?
2: Which one was it? It was. I think it was after, or it was before the 2015 Royal Rumble.
3: It was way before then, though.
2: Had to be. Nah, we watched. Nah. Remember,
3: remember, we watched. Uh, what's it called? We watched. New, we watched Russell Kingdom Nine.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. But okay. I, I watched Russell Kingdom Nine because of those hype videos that Matt Stryker was doing. Okay, and okay, um, I was tired of like all the news, like kind of misrepresenting Dave before that. So I was like, I just want to see it for myself, and okay. then that's why I got a subscription.
3: Okay, so I thought that it was a situation where like. Punk left. What the fuck's happening? What's going on? We always would hear of these things being as being reported from this Dave Meltzer guy. And then you got a description, and then like Meltzer's word of mouth for New Japan got to you, but it was actually striker. So I, I completely missed that origin story for it. But anyway, uh so basically what happened is Rich got me to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, uh, I had enjoyed some of the, you know, the takeover stuff or arrival stuff at the time for uh, NXT. So it was like, there's something out there besides just WWE's version of pro wrestling, which I already knew. But it's just like, as far as watching and actually caring about it, uh, this was like the first thing. So watch that show it's super long, so I fall asleep at different points while I watch it, but i also, like, blown away by the last few matches, like, that's Sabushi and Nakamura, that's, um, that's Tanahashi and, and Okada, so, um, so from there, like, that's in my mind, and Rich's watching starts, he gets in on New Japan, like, pretty much right then, and starts watching that shit, like, uh, and, like, I'm he's telling me this stuff about, like, this all this cool stuff that's going on, whatever else, and telling me about AJ Styles having this great title run, and, and whatever, and, um, So I'm like, I'm, I'm, but I was like, it's so compared to WWE and what I watched at American wrestling, I was like, this shit is so violent. Like, I feel like if I watch this shit, like it'll ruin me, which look where we are now. I was right. It was going to ruin me. But, uh, so, you know, um, the horsewomen were, were, uh, a big influence, and I was like, there's just more women's wrestling at the time, and then start going to shine or whatever. I was watching some of the Indian talent, like, half of the big stars end up getting signed to AEW, or WWE, uh, over that time. And then, like, keep going forward and forward, and then, like, it kept, it kept progressing to, like, there's more cool stuff to see outside of WWE, and also WWE's decline. Like, if WWE never declines, I might never try that stuff out outside of, like, just one show here, one show there, but, like, I really like wrestling i always liked you know wcw and the stuff i saw from international talents and like it got me more into like into that stuff and then like you know i finally took the diving in that that song description and like i'm
2: mean, this man is in the k-hole
3: yeah it's over with now like i watch more i think i watch more japanese wrestling than english wrestling or american wrestling now at this point I never would have thought I'd, I'd end up like this. <sighs> yeah, I never I, like you said, Kale. I, I never would have thought I'd been out here strung out yeah. like this.
1: Yeah, I, t- I tell people all the time that if I I'm not like this because I chose to go out. I got I, WWE pushed me away. They yeah. were my that was that was they were my significant other, and they stopped talking to me. They started sleeping in the other room. They stopped cooking. We started having dinner separately. And I was like, oh, well, let me look over here at this person and then let me see what's out there. Because it was like, I feel like, yeah. I didn't feel like I left them. I feel like they abandoned me a long time ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. NXT stuff, like, once the NXT stuff happened and you're watching the NXT and then you're like, okay, so these people are getting fired or they're going, all right, so where else are they going? And you're like, all right, you start tracking them um, you know, and ADB pops up and it's like, alright, so all these people with all this New Japan history that I've watched over the years, like, all these people that, like, or some of these people that, like, were in WWE being left like Cody or Moxley or Jericho, it's like, yeah, of course I'm gonna watch this shit. I'm gonna see if this shit works. And like, oh, now does it work? It works better than, like, most of the wrestling I've ever seen over here? Okay. What, what are we talking about? Exactly. That's, you know, exactly. so...
2: It's funny looking at the Royal Rumble this year. Talking about people that left. Brian Danielson is no longer in WWE, yep. so they no longer have to fuck with me come Royal Rumble time with Brian Danielson. There's that's no easy. more. There's no more shadow ban for for, for Brian Danielson, like which they finally kind of got off the Schneid and actually let him be in the Royal Rumble last year. Uh, so there's none of that this year. So oh, that, you can be that's in a it, whole but you can't missing. Win it. Yeah, that's a whole missing. Um, yeah element i think
3: okay so speaking of that so uh people that used to be in wwe and like in the talk of the rumble there was some talk of uh you know cody a couple weeks ago with his contract or whatever else now floyd you sent me a video where cody was talking i didn't have time to click on it but i heard what were exactly were the contents of that video from after the ladder match from um last night
1: he was just, you know, he put over Sammy, but he was saying that, you know, he doesn't know where it's going to lead him. He doesn't see himself leaving AEW when he goes out there in the ring. It does feel like home, but he doesn't have a contract right now. He's on a handshake deal, uh, that kind of stuff. He, you know, he was coding it up as I like to say in the verb, and it was just, it, was, it you know, it was good. But and the reason I sent it to the group is because. It wasn't on their Twitter, Instagram, or anything. It was like on their YouTube randomly, and so like somebody shared a clip, and I couldn't even find out where the clip was from. So when I found it, I just wanted to make sure everybody could see it if they wanted to.
2: Yeah, I saw it earlier. Now, yeah, um,
3: Cody. Remember, Cody, one of the original um, Team the Nightmares Factors. had yeah. a person by the name of Jeff Jarrett in his entourage. Now. Um, Jeff Jarrett was just on GCW years past. Years past his prime. Hey,
2: he was just on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. Th-
3: that as well. Now I'm I am here working a handshake deal. How about this? How about Cody does the Rumble and then comes right back to
2: AEW? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking awesome,
2: bro. That'd Dude. be hilarious.
3: Yes. Dude,
1: yeah. It would I mean that way they're technically not working with you know they're technically not working, but I don't think he's gonna show up to just get thrown out and <laughs> well, yeah, all of that.
2: That's the one kind of problem <laughs> yeah. there. Just but I they, would, they, they might try to pull a double cross on that man. Someone might try to stab that man in the back or something. <laughs>
3: stab yeah. him? Who's gonna stab yes. him? Someone from management?
2: Somebody, yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah. like how dare you make a place where people are actually happy to work there? Yeah, what was wrong with you? We finally got you in this corner, you know. Jabba, yes. wow. hey wow. Ali, don't talk to him, don't it, talk to him, Ali. Wow.
3: <laughs> well, they ain't got to worry about him not talking to because you know how WWE does they put you, they put you in the back, and or not in the back, they put you outside in the, in the fucking tr- in uh, the bus, you know, completely blocked off. So, yeah, God, he gets his own dressing room. Away from everyone else, so he can't talk to anybody. <laughs> that shit has to suck. Like you want to be, you want to hang out with the boys, nah, because you know surprises. Like, so tell me how like nobody ever finds out about AEW or NXT surprises uh, when they had surprises or whatever. Talking like only the main roster of WWE where the, the, the cat always gets out of the bag. That sign spoilers cost jobs. Yep, that,
1: that I've sign. I've heard about that. They care. They they care about the company enough. To not want to sell out to another place and make that little pocket change from dirt sheets and stuff. They actually care about their company. It's just, it's weird when you think about it. Cause I'm one of those people, I actually don't
3: like spoilers at all. So I wish more places were locked down like Same that. Same here. Same here. Uh, so, okay, okay, let's get to it. Uh, should we start with the title matches or should we start with the Rumbles? I guess I got the title them. matches.
1: I got them all up, so yeah. Okay,
3: uh, title match number one, Floyd.
1: Okay, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Uh, that's the
3: one I'm seeing on the top oh. of my list. I oh, mean, my. or did you want to? Did you want we'll we to? We'll get that. We'll go into that one right after that. So it doesn't matter. Either one. Uh, okay.
1: So Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar's basic gimmick has been he doesn't know who the hell Bobby Lashley is. <laughs> Bobby Lashley just, Bobby Lashley just wants to. <laughs> you know, he literally said, "Bobby who?" Like that's been his thing. Like he's like, "Let's just say you beat me this Sunday," and the the, the uh, paper will read, uh, uh, the internet will read, Bobby. La- uh, uh, this person defeats Brock Lesnar with the heart lock and literally laughs at his move, and then he says, "Bobby who?" and then walks away, just completely dissing Bobby Lashley. Completely, like Bobby Lashley, he's treating it like it's a fight. You've been ducking me, <laughs> you've been scared of me, you, you you're 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 afraid of me, and Bob, uh, Brock Lesnar is literally laughing in his face.
2: You know what this sounds like? This sounds like two people working in two different programs. Like Brock is like, like, look, I'm about to work this hard. This is what this, you know, this is what I think it is, and then Lashley's like. I got a career match right here, so, so I'm about to I'm about to make sure my end uh, holds up. So, so I, basically, I, I'm like, very interested to see who's if if somebody someone imposes their will in the match and kind of tries to dictate, hey, how this how this is gonna go? You know, you're gonna have to listen to me. Okay, so uh,
3: I remember. The last, or at least I think, the last time Brock Lesnar gave off that kind of energy was when Goldberg caught him at Survivor Series 2016. There might have been something since then, but I remember the last time he took just someone completely lightly. Uh, that was that's what what happened. Um, Brock Lesnar was a heel at the time. I believe Brock Lesnar right now is a babyface, or do we just not know he's whatever he wants to? Be? He's whatever the, he wants to oh, be.
1: Brock is Brock.
3: Okay, that's the, okay. He great. Is-
1: that's I mean, I think fantastic. he's booked like the face right now. He very much is booked like the face, especially in the, with the Roman thing coming down, but yeah. he's very much whatever he wants to, because he is completely no-selling this quote-unquote rivalry. Okay, so how
3: is the crowd reacting to both of them?
1: Um, They react to Brock. Bobby Lashley. Do they boo or cheer him? Oh, bro- oh cheer Brock. Brock is, okay. Brock is over. He's getting the... You know, conquering hero uh, kind of uh, thing. Uh, Bobby Hold Lashley. wearing the
2: cowboy hat. He's got yeah. merch, merch out, flannel merch. Yes, yeah, so a long yeah. sleeve flannel, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bobby Lashley. With the logo on the back is awful. You're not getting strong reactions on either side from Bobby Lashley. He's not really getting booed or cheered. It's kind of like you're there. And it's like, uh, I mean, I may, you asked me to be on the show, so I made to pay special attention, and it's just like, the crowd is into the right you know into the match but it's just like Bobby Lashley is always one of those people you know he could go he it's not whether he's heel or face it's whether his manager is heel or face it's whether MVP is cuz Bobby Lashley's going to give you the same match no matter what whether he's heel or face it's how MVP narrates the match to whether he's heel or face and right now he's kind of the heel because MVP is acting
2: like that Mm. So, have we got any real like uh, Paul Heyman and MVP uh, kind of face-offs?
1: They they did, but it's just I don't know if MVP's written and Paul Heyman's not. It's just levels to this shit, and MVP just comes off of it as a uh, wannabe Paul Heyman trying to do the Paul Heyman thing. Like wow. the best, the best line came from Bobby Lashley uh, when he told. Uh, Uh, Brock, he was going to beat him up and he said this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, he he actually did the best promo stuff on his own. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
3: Okay, so as far as the match, what are we thinking? I think it's going to be a very good match at the worst because quite frankly, Bobby Lashley has this weird thing where like in 2022 or uh, or in the last few years, he has okay matches with smaller guys but he has bangers with big guys. Uh, only person that really works out like that way. Most people is like, if you're a big dude, you you have big, your best matches with smaller dudes that they, you throw around like a monster with and work. And they work underneath. Not him. He, that man likes big on big.
2: <laughs> like that, that man likes to tussle. Yeah. From yeah, Braun I mean, Strowman to McIntyre to
3: uh, try to think who else is in that category. Uh, There's been a few other people, but yeah, that's kind of been what it has been for him. Yeah,
2: I, I mean Roman. Yeah, Roman. yeah, Roman. Yeah,
1: yeah. They had a they have the script for the Hoss match. You know, uh, I think Drew and Drew and uh, Brock, and even even going back further, kind of Brock and Samoa Joe. Where it's just nothing but big moves. There's no headlocks. There's no side locks. There is just finishers, finishers, big power moves, and all that stuff. And they got it. I mean, it works. You know, you pretty much have to work that way with like Goldberg. So everybody's had their (laughs) thing with Goldberg. So everybody understands. It's like this match isn't going longer than 10 minutes. This match is a five to 10 minute. We're going to throw four spears. You're going to hit five F5s and one of us is going to get tired and get pinned. I mean, they have it down. So I, I don't
3: expect anything. But Okay, Floyd. So my, my computer just like went like dead for like yeah, yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah you, and like, you, you literally dropped. Yeah, so I freaked out. I pressed mute on my microphone because it was still on. It popped right back on. So I just missed like my, my recording just missed like whatever the last like 30 seconds of what you said. It, so okay. I don't if you repeat it for me, please. I'm, uh, okay. I'm sorry.
1: I'm just like, this match is just deserves the big fight feel. I'm like, they did the way in and Brock just comes out in his regular clothes and like I don't care. You know, and it's like I wanted the big fight. I want the Rocky feel. I want the yeah, like this is what it's supposed to be. Bobby Lashley, I came back for this match. Have him in a sit-down interview talking about how this is the biggest match of his life, that kind of thing. And you know, even even if you want Brock to do the no sell thing and say, Hey, this is just another this is the biggest match of your life. This is another match for me. But I just think it could be so much more than what it is, but they needed a big match for the Royal Rumble and this is the one we're getting and you know it could I think it could be I think it's going to be a really good match. I just like I said, I I, I kind of wish Brock was a little bit more into it.
2: I don't I can't think of a black wrestler that's ever beat Brock Lesnar. So um yeah. This yeah. isn't no, ignore Brock all day on this one. I,
1: I, I remember though I told you Brock Lesnar is the ender of black title reigns. <laughs> the Rock Kofi and then um just most recently Big E. Yeah, he's knocking out all those black title reigns.
3: I never once thought about that before ever. Um that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's interesting. wow Um, right, I I, I, I don't know I don't have a segue from here so I guess now we move on to the the, uh, universal title match between Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins Floyd take it away Uh, give us the rundown of this particular uh, you know uh, tapestry of WWE history for the last uh, eight years
1: of course, they were in this shield together. Everyone knows that Seth. Turned ten on- years,
3: sorry, almost yeah. ten years.
1: Yes, Seth turned on Roman, as every everyone knows. But what everyone might not know is Seth has never lost to Roman Reigns in a WWE title match. I actually had to cage match that because I literally I had no clue that that had, uh, had never happened. And so I was like, man, so uh, this is kind of like, you know. Bad things happen to put Seth in this position because apparently this was supposed to be Drew, but it's still like okay, this is an intriguing match. But I will stay this: if Seth Rollins wins his title, I will walk out of the Royal Rumble naked. I am, and I told you I'm a man of my word. That's how. That's how. That's how I know how much I know. Roman Reigns is winning this match.
2: I think a lot of people have uh, called the title change here, Uh, (laughs) whether it's due to some type of interference or some type of backfiring thing. And I don't know, man. I think putting the the world title on Seth Rollins is a horrible idea because it's always gone wrong. Like something, he either fucks it up in the ring, uh, the business collapses, uh, they don't have opponents lined up for him, or he's just a horrible champion at all. All in I don't know. I look at the outfits and I think he's just like a I, like. I don't think he's a top star like uh, or a main eventer at this point. I think he's a mid card guy at best at this point. And I think it would be insanity to have Roman Reigns drop this long reign to to him.
1: Yes, uh, I don't think Fox is gonna want that to happen either because I think Roman's the only one keeping the ratings. To the point where they are right now.
2: Like, even if you do, like, some type of angle to where, like, oh, yeah, they're basically, you know, getting the belt onto him so Roman can come back later in the night to win the Royal Rumble to fight Rock or, you know, something like that. I I still think that's weaker, makes WWE title look very bad, I think, um, or it makes the belts look weird, like, at that point.
1: See, I, I see it. Like what you said, I see, I've seen it the other way. I've called it Bobby Lashley beating Brock and then Brock going in a rumble and winning and then challenging Roman. And just basically Brock just not caring that he lost to Bobby Lashley because he has bigger fish to fry. And Brock could, is one of the few people that could pull that off.
3: Um, I knew it, they're using the line that like, he's, That, uh, Roman's never beaten Seth. I remember that line because that's the line that, that Seth used going into their, his return matchup from Tearing his ACL in 2016. So, like, that's like Money in the Bank 2016, I think. Um, so, like, I remember that. Uh, so it's good to know that, like, over six years, they have added nothing to what they've, you know, great to know. Um, so anyway. Or almost six years. Uh, I'm not. I'm not as down on it as you are. As far as he he's a mid carder, but like he's definitely. Um, he's definitely not a person that I would make him the champion. Dressed like that, and like given the promos that he's given, like the stuff that I saw um, with with Edge. I was just like, Yo, this dude's a geek. Um, like he broke into the dude's house and then like no one was there. Like, obviously I wouldn't want there to be there, but like the home invasion thing is just like, nah, man, no. Um, it, so like seeing him where he's been like last pre or the last half of the year, anyway, uh, juxtaposed to Roman is like, they're on a completely different stratosphere seemingly. Um, And it ain't like Roman had the best last half of 2021 either. Yeah. Uh, So it's almost like they kind of they're kind of in a weird. Roman needs a really good match, and Seth really needs like a hot program. So I was like, let's do it. Um, and that's fine. And quite honestly, they should have a great match. But you know, could would should Vince McMahon seventy turn seventy seven this year? It, I mean, this match could be this match could be an easy four and a half star match, or it could be a clusterfuck uh, with the Usos running in and whatever. We don't know. Or and also Kevin Owens that being added to this this uh, this equation, where like they hate each other for two years, and all of a sudden now they're buddies, and I guess they'll be tag team uh, partners in the future. But um, there are frenemies, whatever you want to call them. Like, can you explain the the Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins relationship of late for us? So. So it basically started with Kevin Ow- like
1: Owen's quote unquote heel turn where he had the miscommunication with Big E and everybody kind of turned on him and he's like well if you think I'm a dick I'm going to start acting like a dick and <laughs> that's, bas- that's how he turned heel. He says if you think I'm a bad guy I'm going to show you what a real bad guy is and he just started doing messed up stuff to people. So he's that man
2: that, reverted to his natural form.
3: Yes. So he saw that Seth... Does this feel like the prize fighter to you? Because it don't to me. <laughs> no. Okay. So he saw that Seth is just as hated
1: on as he is. Uh, just as hated on as he is. So he's like, okay, that is we, should be, we should be best friends. You know? It's like, if people hate you for no reason. They hate me for no reason. Let's be best friends. And he's just started calling himself his best friend. And it just seems like it's setting up for Seth and uh, Owens at uh, WrestleMania again, that's what it seems like it's again to. because yeah. they wrestled each
3: other two years ago at WrestleMania,
1: it, yeah. So it looks like that's it's setting up to that again. But again, with the whole Drew McIntyre getting hurt thing, they've had to call a lot of audibles, mm. so a lot, a lot seems a lot seems to be up in the air because, like I said, I don't see Seth winning this match, so maybe in the whole run in the situation, Kevin Owens actually, actually accidentally cost him the match.
2: Okay. Sir Sam's in the comments says how crazy is it that their main event scene hasn't changed since 2016-17 it's still Roman, Seth, and Kevin Owens uh, I'll take it a step further uh, Sam, the Seth- main event's about to come from 2015 it's about yeah. to be Barack versus Roman
3: and also like I, I kind of take issue with Kevin Owens being called a main eventer at this stage of the game but whatever headliner yeah. sure main eventer mm. like what's his like what's his like what's his biggest match in Wrestlemania ever is it the Seth match from two years ago in front of in, in PC
1: probably maybe Jericho you know no no uh, Jer- it, the- it, it went on second, second.
3: Yeah. and Jericho still
1: bitches about it going on second oh my god it's the reason kind of AEW exists that they put him on second yeah. so thank you thank you
2: Oh, thank you. Hey,
3: you got a point. You got a point. Uh, Points are being made right now. Yeah. So I. Thank you did you get Daniel Bryan's return
2: match, but they booked that all weird.
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they like that. Yeah. Yeah. Strip, yeah. yeah, yeah Kevin
1: Owens' big matches when he lost the Roman three pay per views or three shows in a big shows in a row. Yeah, um, that was at the beginning of Roman's last year to be. Yeah. Beginning yeah. of yeah twenty uh, end of twenty beginning of twenty one. Yeah, Where, yeah, <laughs> just he's just putting over Roman over and over again. And Roman's like, I'm gonna beat you by myself. And then they tie him to the thing, and it's like, Bro, no, it, it's it was like it
2: was treating Kevin Owens like he was mankind, just beat him month after month after month. Fuck him,
3: how the rock go over him. Well, he is very <laughs> likable, and he also is overweight. So, yes, it is very much like Foley. Vince, Vince, don't relate to a, to a Kevin Owens. Vince, this pushed that man and had something for that man every single pay, program after program the program consistently from the time he showed up in on the main roster until WrestleMania thirty three, and then after that he was like, no, I take that back. Even further, even going to the Shane thing after the Shane thing happened in two thousand seventeen, he basically was like, I'm done with this fucking guy. I, I don't, I, I can't explain it. It's so weird. It's so weird we we have to do. Remember when that man was out here getting bullied by Braun Strowman? Getting pushed or getting tilted over and, and uh, tipped over uh, porta potties? Getting shat on? Yeah, they they had big
1: plans for Kevin Owens. And uh, Brock Lesnar came in and said, uh, No, thank you. I, I will take that world title off your hand. I'm going to do the main event with Goldberg at WrestleMania. I'm going to be in Goldberg. And they just pushed Kevin Owens on the side. He's like, Yeah, Brock. Brock, Brock booked that. Brock booked Kevin Owens out of the main event. <laughs> uh,
2: so man. who we got winning? I mean, uh, I got Roman winning.
3: Like, why would yeah? I'm, I'm gonna take
2: Roman Reigns as nah. well. Nah, man,
3: Seth can't Seth beating that man. This point, like, nah, Seth can't be beating that man this time. At this point in time, nah, man, it makes no sense.
2: Just don't. Yeah, uh, the it, stipulation yeah. is the Usos are barred from ringside, but I mean, they could easily. Like, I guess
3: that means he will just have to beat him clean. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. care? It's like oh oh the Usos wanted to bring it up. like did, did they did the did they did he need the Usos to beat uh Big E a couple weeks a couple months ago at Survivor Series I could have swore he beat him clean
1: yeah he yeah, choked he choked, he ch- ch- yeah.
3: he choked yeah. Daniel he choked
1: Daniel Bryan out clean he can do that uh, yeah or it, or Kevin Owens comes down to the ring and screws over Seth leading to their WrestleMania thing.
3: that could happen as well
1: it, it, first off <laughs> is Seth even a babyface or is he still a heel. He's a baby face on SmackDown and a heel on Raw. Because <laughs> that man is cheered on SmackDown. When he comes out to go against Roman, he is cheered. I, I don't care. And, yeah, he is cheered. When he is on Raw, he is vehemently booed. <laughs> so it's just like.
2: So they're doing like multiple heel versus heel matches. Let's get into another heel versus heel match. Oh, wait, wait, hold is on, on hold on,
3: hold on, hold on. Before you get there, has anyone made an, an an awful, ill-fitting Bret Hart U.S. Canada '97 comparison yet. Between I imagine this, between what's going on on Raw and SmackDown with Seth. I can honestly say I am not on WWE
1: Twitter. Like I don't see the WWE posts. I, I, how, I really how does that work? How do, how do you manage I, that? I, I mean, when people say stupid shit, I mute them. Or block them, or Floyd. Like,
3: Floyd I hear mute and block. I don't even mean black
1: people, dude. I have a well curated timeline. I learned that from Joe Lanza. And when I when I hear about stupid shit that happens and I didn't see it, I know my timeline is working the
3: way it's supposed to.
2: <laughs> Floyd, is, a lot. Floyd is Floyd
3: is. I hear uh, using the computer. He is not letting the computer <laughs> use him. Correct. Do do we need to talk about the time about uh, this past uh, earlier in this week when y'all you and Jeremy was out here letting the computer use y'all? Do we need to talk about that? Yes.
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so sidebar. The um, side yeah sidebar here. We're gonna make a sharp left turn. So there was a wrestling media server Discord set up. Um, I don't have all the details, but I put together. Some of it. So there's a guy named PW. um Don't know what it stands for. Don't really know much about him. Is uh, in the voice of wrestling Discord, and I converse with him. You know, different comments, whatever. I never had a problem with him. Most of the forum doesn't. You know, really fought with a guy. Or whatever. He is known for getting banned um from the forum, and you know, uh coming back with a bunch of different names by doing what just like uh derailing conversations just doing you know being annoying or whatever and he's always like adding joe lanza like all the time and it's like leave joe alone like fuck just talk with everybody that's already here like why are you bothering lanza whatever and this guy sends a message uh sets up this vague server i'm like all right whatever wrestling media server i'm like whatever uh sounds cool cool idea whatever so i go in and then um, I send it to, like, you know, the social suplex chat, like, hey, if anybody wants to, you know, jump in, like, there's this new thing that that's, you know, there. But then I saw that like a little while later, I saw that I was made a moderator and then I saw that Jeremy was made a moderator. And then I, I never no one had a conversation with me about being a mod or, you know what it was and then there was an account on it that was like the account was wrestling media server and then we started trying to be like who are you and this person revealed or refused to reveal themselves and it was like huh so gave him a couple chances to you know try to you know try to talk him into revealing himself and then i was like you know what nah i'm out and then jeremy got sent a message by a dude named griffin shout out to griffin um, uh, saying, you know, this person had been hitting people up like, Hey, you know, um, you know, the team behind it is Rich Latta, Jeremy Donovan, um, and a couple other people like there's a screenshot that Jeremy has that he, sh- he sent me or whatever. And one, that was never the case Two. um, I was, no one had a conversation here or whatever. And then uh, a couple other people uh, joined in uh, Danny. Uh, it looks like they were just cherry picking people that frequent the voice of wrestling, discord, social suplex, discord, stuff like that. And this, the, the weird thing was, why don't you want to say who you are? And then he was like, you know, I'd rather just have the thing going first before I reveal myself. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm out of here. Like, like, fuck out of here. Like, I'm not about to uh, be conversing with you and, you know, whatever. And you, you start screenshotting me, putting me on the timeline and all this other shit. Very sketchy. And, um, Jeremy left too. And I think, uh, it eventually got revealed that it was this PW dude. So I'd like to send a, uh, fuck you out to this dude who's trying to set up this scam or whatever the hell that was. Uh, and then the funny thing was Discord went down later in the day. So we were all convinced it was like, you know, this <laughs> it was sh- like yeah, this yeah
3: like, like he had, yeah, y'all sent the message to me. I, I, was watching, I, I, I was watching, I was watching something I was behind, you know, I'm always behind on anything, on everything. So like, I I decided to look at, because I missed, like, a couple hours of messages, so I'm looking at the messages and I was like, yo, I think this fucking guy has hacked (laughs) our, has hacked the discord for social suplex. I was like, what? Like, I know I made jokes about, like, you know, there's probably going to be two Rich lot or Rich Derek lot in seconds, and two Jeremy Donovans or whatever else. Probably got y'all fucking Social Security number and all that. But uh, next thing I know, I see that I'm like, nah, that can't, it can't be. So I go to Twitter and I type in Discord and I see like, oh, the whole thing's down. It is, it's just a weird coincidence. So like, <laughs> but that would have been some shit. He's like, yeah, got him, spot him, got him. That would have been hilarious.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so um, word to the word, don't <laughs> ever do no shit like that again. Like, I PW,
3: if this is the social yeah. suplex uh, Discord, is now yeah. mine. It's been taken right. over. A real right. takeover. Shout out, to, shout out to Triple H.
1: <laughs> another thing I, do, I
3: have another thing I've done
1: is I've minimized the amount of those groups I'm in. I talk in our social suplex group. Hey, if I'm going to get called an idiot, I'm going to get called an idiot by people I know.
3: Okay. Look. <laughs> screw screw all those so, randos. I, I like Rich's paranoia of like I ain't, you ain't finna screenshot me and get me out of here. Like with meanwhile with me, like when I message you when I message it source of suplexes uh uh messenger thread alone, like I pretend I I'm assuming it like anybody like I treat like it's a like it's a office slack, like I ain't finna say no pocket on there. Like I say that for yeah. the largo loop. As you know, Rich, right. I say that for the Largo right. loop. So, yeah,
1: uh, Rich has gotten many DMs from me of stuff I don't want to say in
2: the group.
3: <laughs> I, I, we all, we all do that. We all be doing that. So, yeah, like, no, nah, man, not, no. not, not, not on this line. Not on this line.
2: Yeah, it's too much. It's too yeah. much. But yeah. no, nah, like, yeah. it, like some I, I some
3: people it. don't treat it that way. Like, they're you know, there's Some people that be like, yeah, we just going like, hey, man. That's why I be telling them to relax. Like, you, you, you. Relax. Take it easy. You're on 4th Street.
2: You're yeah. 4th Street. So, like, I, I think the message in all this is, like, if you're trying to start something up and you like to get, you know, people involved or whatever, kind of be transparent, be forthcoming, be willing to explain yourself and, and see if – because it sounded like a good idea. But, like, the fact that you couldn't, like, reveal who you were, um, that is a complete deal breaker for for this because yeah. – we can't trust you. So, yeah. um, that's pretty much all I have to say on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. That, that just sounded sketchy. That just sounded like, what the hell is going on there?
3: Right. Right.
2: So, uh, I guess now, uh, we just have to a- clip that, I guess, and, and put that on Twitter. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, uh, from here, we'll, t- uh, we'll just get to, um,
2: Becky Lynch and Dewdrop.
3: Yes, yes, yes. That's what I was thinking of. Like, isn't there or what, what like um, I don't remember what Charlotte's even doing, but yeah. Floyd, Becky is there Lynch any
2: more, more uninspiring than Becky Lynch as a heel?
1: I mean, yeah. Everybody wants to cheer this lady, and she's being as mean as possible, and it's still not just not working. And uh she's stopping she's pretty much stopped calling everything do drop, but fat. That's pretty yeah. much the only thing she hasn't called her. And it's just like everybody's looking at her like Dewdrop's is not gonna win this match. I'm like, no. Dewdrop is not this is I'm like, if they had filler match or get to the next thing match definition, this match would be there. Dewdrop has lost every other match except for the match that Becky won for her.
3: Okay. So (laughs) I so if just in my mind, I'm thinking of, you know, Vince McMahon kind of. And I remember like they kind of before they fired Naya Jax Nia was circling around Bianca right and then they they let they released Naya so then they this put in are,
2: are you going where I, where I think you're
3: going James yep so they put in they put in Viper uh with, with Bianca and they they were going back and forth for a while and then all of a sudden they had that triple threat match and like they had to they then like you know with Bianca they held her off again, and people thought, "Well, she'll finally get her win back, or she'll finally get her match for her chance of redemption against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania." That makes sense. That's like how most people book, right? Uh, and they had to get rid of, they had to the end the live thing. So they had, obviously, they had pipe, they had a do drop, um, beat, um, live, and there you go for a rumble. Um, so in theory. Because they've done this whole replacement thing, like you could say, like maybe the idea was to get to the, the dreaded, uh, you know, internet, internet, uh, fever dream that was Becky Lynch versus Naya, and they play on the fact that, like, she broke this woman's nose years ago, um, and or whatever else, and like it would have made no sense because, like you said, like Becky Lynch says really, really mean things to uh, to these people, and they and they cr- and they were like, no, but we we still love you though, Becky. Like no, <laughs> so so it w- so they were trying to so it seems like they were trying to build towards this towards a, 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 a weird another another weird you know actually it still is a heel versus heel feud. So I you know I don't know I don't I don't know what their um what's going on with this company to where like there's like left hill versus hill fuse, fundamental fundamentally hill versus hill fuse left and right. I, I I, don't get it. I don't know why they, I don't know why they why they think they're beyond the good versus evil, uh, dynamic of pro wrestling or of storytelling in general. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they found something new that I, that, you know, that, that I'm unaware of, but typically, uh, that's not how we do things here in America. Uh, so, hey. I will say this line, and I've said it
1: before, so it's not it's hard to be able to build a sympathetic baby face when you have no sympathy, so thats w w e So it's just that's why they can't do it. It's like they don't know the the people that are the underdog, the weak people that's who w w e hates, so they're never going to really build that person as someone that can win. You know they did it with Daniel uh, Brian Daniel Bryan, but or yeah Daniel Bryan, but you know they had to be forced to do it, and then they got rid of it as soon as they could. <laughs> They's like, no, bum, get out of here. Like, oh, okay, you're uh, you're an underdog, so we're just gonna make it where you can't wrestle at all. That way we don't have to deal with this shit. So WWE, uh, so no, they haven't been able to build a baby face in a while. Uh, Becky's been doing everything she can to be an asshole, and they don't have anyone in the pipeline that you like. Oh, I can't wait for them to be Becky because they're booking Bianca this shit.
2: Well, can we go ahead and address the elephant? Yes,
3: here? let's get to it. So, they, for Bianca, there is a uh, people have felt like, well, they're finally getting to that arc, except for this one part. Word is Ronda Rousey is going to be in, is going to appear at the Royal Rumble. Uh, and it's going to be a short term thing to get to a match at Wrestlemania presumably against either of uh, the two women that she wrestled at Wrestlemania 35 uh, Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair so um, there's that so like if it is in fact uh, Ronda Ronda shows up everyone knows that the actual match that anyone would actually want to see between uh, Ronda or either of the champions is Becky based off of what they had going for them Uh, At the end of 2018, going to 2019, Uh, so that means that Bianca will be told to go fish or kick rocks or walk off
1: a walk off a pier. And and Um, it's so funny they have decided Ronda Rousey is a needle mover when there is no actual numbers or statistical basis that this woman ever moved a needle. She could be anti needle, anti needle. No, like it's been like proven, ratings never went up. quarters
3: didn't spike you know it's just yeah but she was also but oh okay so the ratings went down in general because like there was no because roman had left or whatever else at the time or if i remember correctly like he he had the injury situation with it with um um, with cancer yeah blood cancer yeah um uh leukemia that's what the word i was thinking like why am i what, what the fuck's blood cancer oh yeah leukemia so uh but at the time he, she she was doing the best quarters for WWE at the time and that's the same thing I, we good I was I was just
1: going to say it's not that you know me I'm a big rounder rousing like, fan, got the shirts all that stuff mm-hmm. we followed all that fights it's just when I talked to people outside that followed her in MMA they didn't they care about her wrestling care about her wrestling Yeah of course like, like yeah at all Yeah it was like of course. they thought they were going to bring in this whole complete other audience and it's just like no
3: they have they, no interest yeah. in her wrestling. Right. Like, you gotta remember, like, they always want to try to game, you know, do the mainstream thing or whatever else. And, like, look, sometimes it's worked like WrestleMania. Other, like, of late, it doesn't. Like, the the crossover Ten appeal... Two too late. Like, I think the crossover appeal, I think that the, um... As we've gotten so, uh granular with our entertainment preferences like the idea of being able to go into some realm and pull in a, a new t- group of fans it's like you gotta try because this is this is you know you gotta try but the idea that is ever that you is anything other than a fishing ep- expedition at this point you know I don't I don't really think so like WrestleMania means a lot for them as a company um, anything else not so much um Like it's just it's a situation where that's kind of where they are. Like they that they they they're doing what they thought worked before, or or what did work before, and it doesn't really work as much now. And they're gonna keep trying until this man is no longer uh, the head of creative. And it's kinda of the I'm gonna
2: the deal. I'm gonna laugh in the faces of people that told us, let it all play out with Bianca. Let it all, you know, when she wasn't, yeah. you know, winning matches and, and getting shielded and hidden after SummerSlam and then losing like a geek, like it was all supposed to lead somewhere. No. When 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 they when they pull the, the, the rug from under your feet, I am going to be right there yeah. watching you yeah. in there, pain.
1: There hasn't been a satisfying ending in the WWE since Kofi Mania. All the
3: rest have been, eh? I'm coming I'm through to my head to be like, are you? Is it? Is has it really been two years? Uh, yeah, it's
1: a, yeah. It hasn't been a satisfying Indian or since three Oak years of this point shit. Like, yeah, and, 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 and you that guys ended know. With <laughs> you
2: and, know, and you guys know, like how I feel about um. Ronda Rousey like I wish she would never come back to wrestling like I think she conducts herself like a total child um, Rich but she's coming back
3: and like after yeah. the initial pop or the or like the first two pops she gets like it's gonna be a what that's right a hill versus hill feud <laughs> like what is yeah. what the fuck is going on with this company either it's with Charlotte or with Becky they're both hills they're gonna come back and it's gonna be a hill versus hill feud what has happened with this company to where like we gotta put we gotta you gotta. We can't build a baby face our lives all the time. And we have uh, people we want to push, so let's make them all heels and like, you just have bum of the months. Yeah, it's like, it is like how it, it, how is that actually like? Uh, yeah. How is that like actually for fun?
2: I, I don't get it. Like, like maybe if we get lucky, Ronda will like not just flat out say wrestling's fake this time. Like maybe you know if, if you know they they yeah. try at all. Yeah, I had no
1: idea where she was going with that. I, I remember that. And then I was like, the MMA people were done with her after she got her ass whooped by Amanda Nunez and just taking six pieces to the face. They were just done with her. They were like, okay, you're a bum now. And they had moved on. And then it was like, oh, we're going to put you in wrestling and you're going to be this all non-beatable person. they're like, everybody in the world saw this woman get destroyed in like one minute. Like, how, is, how are you now booking her well, as this unbeatable? No, I'm saying if you're trying to pull the people from MMA, yeah. why are you building her as this unbeatable person that literally the lasting image of her is her face after Amanda Nuya's like literally pounded it like he was with a hammer.
3: Well, okay, so there there are MMA yeah. UFC fans and then there are like people that Rhonda also brought to the table and they were baking on the people that Rhonda brought to the table to MMA and like but those people didn't want to see her fake fight, so it didn't work
1: out. Yeah, right? and the one match everybody wanted to see was Four Horsewomen versus the Four Horsewomen. It was kind of like, that was always talked about. And it was just like, oh, this is this big match you can do. You can put it on a Raw SmackDown. You can put it in the Survivor Series. Whatever you want to do. And they, they just... Literally never do it. Not only Shayna did they never do it, they didn't even
3: try to do it because, like, yeah, they didn't yeah. give Marina or Justman any burn in NXT to actually yeah. get better to even be able to do it.
1: And Yeah, and Shayna barely acknowledged each other on the main roster, and it's just like we couldn't even get a Shayna and Ronda match versus like Sasha, uh, Sasha and Bailey. We couldn't get anything. Like, no, Becky just runs through me. Uh, Ronda just runs through the four horsewomen except for Ronda <laughs> Rousey, and it's just like. Man, it was like, man, I could bitch about how they booked Ronda Rousey for, like, three days. I yeah, a I, I think it show. was
2: a classic, <laughs> like, um, like we, we went through it at the time. It was so, like, by the book, keep her away from people at certain times, try to protect the reactions, and then they could protect it no more after a yeah. while. And once they started putting her in there with people the crowd actually respected, it was yeah. a, it was a wrap. Once you you know those prom, we know what those promos sounded like. And It was one you know yeah. Ball uh people people did you know called them all types of geniuses and all that. I'm like he ain't have nothing for for yeah. Ronda. Like he had her talking about avocado toast. Like yeah. no.
3: Yeah, like uh, she's I- talking about entitled millennials or what, or saying like weak millennials and it's like you're you're a fuck millennial yourself. What are you talking about, like? Why are you yeah. why are you talking as if like you're a boomer or a Gen Xer? What are you doing? So
2: yeah. I, I am not uh particularly Yeah, I'm not cool excited about, about this. The, yeah, about like Roman yeah.
3: I I'm excited for the fact there was like or not excited but like perversely excited is like, okay, so like this is a match they should have done three years ago and now they're gonna do it now like and now they're gonna do it It'll
2: like, be less over.
3: Yes because they're both heels like they, like Becky's less over than she was Rhonda's been out of sight out of mind for like three years right and like they're gonna bring it back and they're gonna play all that kind of stuff and they're gonna leave out key details of why that shit was hot at the beginning and like we're going to see the match my thing is like I'm, I'm rooting for the match to be better than that triple threat match because everyone's saying Charlotte's going to make the match match better it's like Charlotte didn't get no more over by being in that match Charlotte didn't help nothing by the time we got to that by the time we got to the end of that long ass Wrestlemania we were hoping that match would end and it went long and long and long and, long and there you go like thanks appreciate I,
2: it I, I, I that should arguably hurt Charlotte
3: yeah I have never felt
1: more people resent like her more Definitely. Yeah, I've never felt more bad for a a main event because people were done at that show. I'm like, done. They came out. Everybody was so excited to cheer for Ronda at the beginning of that show. But by the time the show came, you were just tired. And it was like... Five and a half hours. Yeah, fans had nothing left for that match. Nothing. And it's just like, that match could have been a five-star classic. You weren't getting those people. People were sleeping on each other's shoulders. They were tired. Five, five and a half hours of WWE
3: pro- programming.
1: We're, we're like looking like people are recording and taking pictures of their friends sleeping on their shoulders and yep. posting them on Twitter because we were exhausted. It was rainy. It was cold. <laughs> it was, that match wasn't going to get over. That could have been The Rock versus Hulk Hogan versus John Cena at their
3: top, and nobody would have cheered because we were exhausted. I think I think they would have rallied. <laughs> yeah. For that, I think they, I think they would have rallied. I think like it was just, it was just a mess. And, 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 and
1: they didn't sell energy drinks in the stadium.
3: Is that not allowed no, or something?
1: They just didn't have them in the stadium. Mm. It's like, dude. WWE should have been handing out energy drinks about three and a half hours into that show. Please, to inject, to this, some
3: people please up. inject this syrup, <laughs> uh, this sugar into your uh, bloodstream. Good, good so,
2: lord. I've got Becky Lynch going over in this match.
3: Yeah, oh, I yeah. think I think the match would be good. I just think that, like, obviously with uh, the dewdrop thing, like they never wanted to actually do it. Uh, that's why. That's the reason. Shit. That's the reason why they named her Dewdrop. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, she's
1: such a good wrestler. I was so. Much of a fan of Viper and Piper, Piper Niven, and yeah. it's just they've taken everything that was special about her away.
3: Yeah. So I, uh, I, I expect a good match, but I don't know. I mean, but you know, Becky's going to win, obviously. Um, and I guess uh, was did Charlotte have a match on this
2: card? Not nah, it's yeah. Edge and no. Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. All right,
3: all, right, all right, that's enough. It's a Royal Rumble. We, we right. talked about how to match. It's time not to get Rumbles. <laughs> We're gonna put that below that. So. Um, Men'swell Rumble. Uh, I have I don't know what the participants are I got so far. The, I got the numbers
1: of like all the people in front of us. Me, okay. Quick rundown. Okay. All right. Almost. Randy Orton, Riddle, Otis, Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Kevin Owens, Big E, AJ Styles, Damian Priest, uh Johnny Knoxville, uh, Sami Zayn. <laughs> Kofi Kingston, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Seamus, Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory. And I believe that's 22. So I think they left eight spots to be determined. Does anybody that's announced sound like they're going to want a rubble? The only person I could see them going with. It's because they're really, really going hard. I've heard rumors about Bad Bunny uh, making an appearance at the Rumble. Is Damian Priest? I think that's the only person in that twenty-two that could win. I thought his tour starts like about now, but do apparently that dude loves wrestling, so he's gonna make make the time to do it. And you know, Damian Priest, Bad Bunny playing Damian Priest to the ring at WrestleMania. That sounds like a I mean, it's to me, it's more of an outside shot, but it's so, something that they could do.
3: So check this out, right? One of the best moments of WrestleMania of the WrestleManias uh, from last year was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz in uh, in uh, Morrison, right? Yeah, Morrison taking the Morrison taking the Canadian Destroyer on the floor from Bad Bunny, right? They fired that man.
1: Yes, Uh they fired him and his wife. After they moved across country, because they said them living in California was slowing down her progress.
3: What a company!
2: <laughs> what a company! Evil. Evil. What a company! So, so like, what happens when Bad Bunny's like, "Hey, where's uh, where's Morrison?" The like way he comes back, Let like go. you know.
3: But that's okay because now you know, I don't know. It'll probably be street profit or something this time around. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, man. Uh, actually, no. Street Profits are on SmackDown, right?
2: I think they're on Raw. They're on. Raw. They were, oh, That's they were right because they face
3: Orton and Riddle at, at day one. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm, <coughs> I'm, yeah. I mixed up the Usos and the New Day.
2: Sorry. In, in a uh, world where Matt Riddle's allegations uh, didn't exist, like Riddle would be like a perfect person, I think, to win the Royal Rumble this year. If you were gonna try to make someone new and. All that, but I don't know. They don't seem like they care, so I, they could do it with him anyway.
3: I think he's more of a money in the bank type of person than a Royal Rumble winner. I think. I think they. You know. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I, whoever wins it, I, I don't think is announced.
2: I, I, yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. Um, yeah I,
3: fun, fun. So, so, yeah, on so all I the a- shows all year long. Yeah. 50, 52 weeks a year, time for to try to you know get somebody hot. Who we got? Somebody that's not on the fucking show. Someone that's not announced. Yeah, no. I would love Big E to win here. I would love to say Big E. Oh yeah,
2: win Big E. I yeah, forgot B- about him. I would
3: him.
1: love to say he's gonna win there. Uh, no, no, it's not gonna happen. Has he,
3: has he been on TV since he lost the title? Uh, he's been on
1: TV. He was actually nice. on SmackDown. Uh, he tagged with Kofi is he, he second Kofi I mean I guess it's good Him, they don't really tweet anymore like Big East like not on Twitter they haven't done the whole New Day podcast in what, 4 or 5 months because I was a weekly listen to her and all they've been doing is putting on old shows so there is some kind of issue uh. there I don't mm. know what it is but they don't they don't do the show anymore
2: Mm. He probably wasn't getting paid. We probably know how up, getting, down down yeah. uh, was yeah. going for a while. Yeah, uh, right. t- talk about like we had, we didn't get your uh, your thoughts on audio anywhere about how, what Biggie's title reign was. So what, what what did you think about that, and then how they ended it? Oh my god! Um, I was so excited
1: that Biggie won the title, and I was like, okay, they're trying to build a new guy, and. They, You know, they gave him Lashley, and they even gave him Drew. They gave him the Drew win, and I was just like, okay, they're giving him big wins against people that they've protected. They are looking forward. And then they put Brock Lesnar in that match, and I knew it was over. And i just like, oh, he's getting relegated, just like Drew did. Drew got sent back to the mid-card. Big E's on his way back to the mid-card. And it sucks because I just – I think – There was more to it. And even though they kind of let his personality out, that the big E that, you know, like appeals to people on Twitter and different social medias, I don't think they let that come out in the character. And it would have been hard to it would have had it would have taken them to do something they had never done before and just let someone be themselves. But, yeah, I I, I mean, I, I, I thought it was promising. And then they dropped the ball.
2: I had always insisted biggie needed to um change something like in this presentation um I don't know if I was right or not, but they damn sure didn't help uh did, b t sport did send a graphic out with uh Kazushka Okada on it. I don't know why they're doing this. Um, it's kind of like they were, um, and and, and know, they hinted at, to-
3: they made a pun on the uh, forbidden door. So it's like, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You're you're, you're, you're like out here trying to engage, farm for engagement. Yep,
2: you know, there seems like they're uh, trying to get the rumble on people's minds. Um, yeah, so
3: it's crazy because uh, like you know that used to not have to be a problem. They used to not be a problem. Like people just loved rumble because you know it's the second biggest fucking show of the year for the company.
2: Yeah. And I think um every year you, you see wrestlers fucking around on Twitter acting like they're in the Royal Rumble and all this That's shit. Right. And I'm like I'm exhausted by it at this point. I'm like shut the fuck up. Like I like I'm done with it. Just just either be in Rumble and shut the fuck up. Like I don't need your, you know, trying to trying to fool with me. Um but yeah, so who I I don't know who's gonna win this thing.
3: No idea. Like it, it's somebody that's not announced. All right, women's rumble. Um, now, uh, I believe Lita is going to be in the rumble, right?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, we gonna talk about this Lita and the Divas. The Divas are back. The Divas are back, huh? Well,
3: good for them. Let them get that money. They owe, Look, they this back pay. They deserve it. Um, now obviously there were so many layoffs that like they don't have a full roster of 32 on the main roster of singles women acts so um i'm assuming that's the reason why they put charlotte in and didn't yes. give her a match like they had to come up with something so uh it, or is charlotte Charlotte's in the rumble correct yes okay yes. they so- fired everybody <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So they're they're in a they're in a bad way right now. Like I'm I'm sure they're going to be especially now with COVID and you know uh, Omicron. uh, There's going to be a lot of like uh, people on standby from uh, NXT. So like you might see Manny Rose back up, Gigi Dolan. You might see EO. I I think EO has been in a Rumble before, but you might see her again. Raquel. uh, There's been. I think I heard something about Raquel like might be getting called up soon. Uh, So. I think
1: they should definitely put all of Toxic Attraction in there, all three of them. I think they should definitely be in there. I'm just saying, if you're you're trying to at least get someone to care about NXT 2.0, give them a little bigger stage. Maybe they bring some people back to NXT 2.0. With-
3: Here's an idea: people put people on 2.0, bring them up to NXT, have them eliminate a upper mid Carter, and have them bring their ass uh, to the PC. For Tuesday, if you're trying to promote that show and trying to get it above a a fucking yeah. uh, or above 550 thousand people watched it. would that make sense? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be good synergy? Yeah, at this
1: point, NXT 2.0 is just a favorite event. That's all it is. It's yeah, like there's no way they,
3: they could put like, on reruns of anything and it will draw more than what NXT does. I know. Hey, Rich, who predicted <laughs> this like the day before NXT 2.0 ever even launched?
2: James is taking a uh, a a big interest in the uh plight of the ratings of NXT 2.0. I'm
3: fuck, like I'm it, I am like i i do not take I take interest because like I'm like this this is what you thought was better. This is what you thought yeah. was better. Yeah, go
1: ahead yeah. and put it on the NCIS
2: and it will draw more than NXT. So, so we got Rhea Ripley, um Nikki ASH, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Zelina, Tamina, Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, Nikki Bella, Twirl Around, Brie Bella, Twirl Around, Lita, Michelle McCool, um, which I remember the last time she was in the rumble they had her like, you know, beating the hell out of people. Yeah, she had a lot, a lot of, of eliminations. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, that's that that's the Undertaker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, Mickey James the knockouts champion uh, Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan who will yeah. not win. Oh, <laughs> no, she will not win. She will not win. They, they called the,
1: I, the, the inspiration or the iconics to come back and they turned them down, which I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually made me like 10 times more of a fan of the iconics for turning them down. <laughs> like, hey, you can't just fire me and bring me back. You can't just fire me and we'll bring go me back, back when
2: you... at some point.
1: Oh, of course. It, look, don't get me wrong. just not right like, right had now.
3: Have they called Emma yet?
2: Never know. I don't know. Um, but before the whole Ronda thing, I felt like this was Rhea Ripley's Royal Rumble to win because they've mm. clearly kept her separated. And they put her in the goofy tag team while everything's been happening with that belt. And she was the runner-up last year. And that's why I was – before, I was like, oh, my God, we're not going towards Bianca Miller. We're going towards Rhea Ripley. Like, I felt like they were putting her too far out the way or whatever. Mm -hmm. So – um, and then they broke up the team just before, like yeah. we got a and new. They, and Rumble they feud.
3: did it by having like the the woman that looks like Rhea Ripley being the babyface, and the the person that looks like Nikki Ash being the heel. So it's like, yeah, you you might have been on something where, like, yeah, it was it it looked like it was going to be re- And Quite frankly, like, there's always a post WrestleMania feud to be to be had. So like, they could have been they they could just keep be keeping her, you know. On the back burner for them to be able to pull out because, like, I definitely believe like Rhea and Bianca will both be getting um, title programs after WrestleMania.
2: So uh, I'm not I'm not sure which way to go with it. If Ronda's in it, she's winning. Yep. Um. Someone will eliminate Charlotte to probably set up whatever Charlotte's going to do. Uh, can, can Rhea eliminate Charlotte? Can Can we do that? No, because I never want to see them wrestle again. Even though they have good, great, very good matches at work. Oh well, yeah, the time. that's right. They did. They did wrestle with each other.
3: So, but Charlotte it, just always twice. Won. Never mind. Twice <laughs> no. had a four star match at WrestleMania 36. Had a, another great match last year and mm. just, just
1: straight up t- tapped her out at the
3: WrestleMania. Just beat her. I mean, she tapped her out when they wrestled last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just yeah. beat her, and it's just <laughs> like
3: yep. okay.
2: Yep. Maybe yep. they should just just go insane and let like you know.
1: My my dark horse winner is Bailey. That's my. So
3: that's what I was going to get at next. After that was uh, talking about uh, returns. Like I, you know, Oscar, um, she's been off TV for a long time, and Bailey, she I forgot when she tore her ACL, but it's about that time for her to come back. So I was also thinking about that as far as um as far as a return. I remember. Months ago, there was talk that, like, they were really, SmackDown really, or Fox or WWE, whoever else, that like, they really wanted a um, a uh, Charlotte Flair versus be- Sasha Banks feud at some point. Uh, obviously, like, that's a match that easily could be on WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, quite frankly, that was a match that they, they should have had at WrestleMania 32. But, you know, look, check this out. The add Becky Lynch to a three way. The match is better than it would have been otherwise. You add Charlotte Flair to a three way that she had no business being in. It gets worse. Crazy. It's weird how that worked out. It's weird how that worked out, but we we're here now. Uh, So anyway, yeah. So I mean, before the Ronda thing, I thought there were people that you know could return. I thought there were people that could win potentially. Uh, But yeah, it's it's Ronda's lose at this point if she actually shows up. Okay, so how about this? If she doesn't show up, who would you pick? I'm
2: taking Baylen. I'll take Rhea Ripley, or um, maybe Nikki Bella as a dark horse. Um, very happy to see Nikki Bella. I would take that
3: Sasha. Go. I would take Sasha if uh, yeah. you know she's kind of old always- to win a rumble at this point. I would have took Sasha uh, if uh, if there were no Ronda. But now, yeah. like it would probably be Ronda that throws out Sasha last, and people will be, people no, will be no,
2: she mad. she she will throw no, she will throw Bianca out last. No, yes. last no, no,
3: no. she no no she throws Bianca out second to last, then throws out Sasha. <laughs> yeah, just make everybody mad. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but uh, I, I truly I think all four horsewomen are gonna get a Royal Rumble win at some point. Did Bailey already win one? Did no. I, uh, I mean, I mean, I the winners of the yeah, Women's probably. Rumbles
3: have been, um, let's see, it was 2018, Asuka, 2019, uh, Becky Lynch, 2020 was Charlotte, 2021 was Bianca, and that's where we are now. Okay. Yeah. I so started I, yeah, I started I, that mid I started that mid talk about it, and I was like, I don't remember, I don't know if I remember all these, but like actually, I actually remembered them. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. If one pulled through, I was about to be like, oh, wait a second. We I, I would have had you. Yeah. Good. Awesome. This is what I will say. All of the winners of the women's rumbles all make sense. Have all made sense. Like, there is no, like, you know, I'm trying to think of some past uh, rumble winners. No vision like, man. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was fucking stupid. Randy Orton's. No, yeah, Randy Orton. the, the 2017 Randy Orton one made no sense. Um, I didn't hate it because he actually had like a you know like a buildup of a feud to build to get towards it, but it, it you know like you, you had the rumble win and then you like you, you have to make the champion the champion, but after you made the rumble uh, winner, that's right. kind of weird.
2: Um, yeah, so that would that would be like if they let Rhea Ripley win and then somehow Nikki Ash came up with the belt. <sighs> It's
3: kind of the same because like obviously Randy's such a bigger star than Rip Bray was at the time. So it kinda is like the same fucking thing as that. That think how fucking dumb that sounds on paper. They still did it. Luckily, you know luckily we still had uh Luke Harper around and like had those matches with Randy Orton and AJ Styles at the time to keep it interesting. Uh I miss the era of SmackDown. I really do. Um
2: Oh, I wonder how summer. Minus minus the blackface that
1: Bray was doing, of course. Minus that. Yeah, I think they look like they're building something between Summer Rae and
2: uh, Natalia. 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 And I'm like, he ended Natalia's life on Twitter a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago.
1: Who can who could have the worst uh, TikTok is what their battle is going to be or whatever. I don't know.
3: No disrespect, but like, because I'm barely on TikTok. I barely go to Instagram anymore. The last thing I want to do is watch a wrestler, a pro wrestler's TikTok. Yeah, my, no, my wife is. What you obsessed mean? You, you with ain't trying to
2: watch Yosh- Yoshiko on TikTok?
3: Do I need to make a Joshi exception? Do I need to make like an American? Do I need to make that for only American wrestlers? Sure. Like, I'm sorry. Like. It- she goes different. she goes the exception to Prusa rule. She's a brute. She's a brute woman that that, that bakes goods and then smiles like when she always looks like, a, like an axe murderer. Like that's that's a little different.
2: You know, Doctor Joshi gotta gotta cover all points. You know, no What's exceptions. The-
3: Fuck you, Rich. Let's start. over. Let's go. Let's go mm-hmm. Next thing else. I totally forgot. I totally forgot about Yashiko even doing that stuff a couple years ago. I totally forgot. Yes, but yes, she, you're right. She is. She she does make good TikToks. Most wrestlers would not. Would we disagree
2: on that? Uh, nah. But there's okay. only one thing left to do, James mess.
3: Well, hold, hold on, Playboy. Hold on, Playboy.
2: Well, we uh, gotta talk about the mixed tag. Yeah, we gotta oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Hold on, Playboy. That's
1: right. That's right. Alright,
3: so. Edge. This is my bathroom
1: break match.
3: Yep. Wow. Is- Edge wow. and Becky. Becky. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice. Uh, or Miz and Mrs., you know. Like you, I, I've noticed they. I noticed the way they pose on the top of the ramp, like, and they do the kisses, like literally, like, and also I think they also had some gear that was like it said "Miz" on, and the other one on Marie said "Mizes." So I was like, oh, okay, synergy. And see, let's see what y'all do it branding, you know. Uh, so I, this is a playoff of what happened at day one, where uh, the the misses the Mrs., the, uh, the misses got involved in uh, their feud. You know, it was a long time coming for, you know, the mixed tag match we saw it happening. Um, I will give... This is what I will say for my particular uh, part. Uh, I had not seen any of it until day one, and then I saw that Maurice had been hitting people with the purse, and I had pointed out to Rich on the review show that, like, I enjoyed Maurice using the purse as a weapon. I hope that one day, eventually, she... Uh, she she reaches to the uh, to the purse and produces a brick. And I was sh- I was shown a couple weeks ago that she did in fact uh, after bashing um, Beth Phoenix across the back, she then at the top of the room, produced a brick. I fucking howled. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite things in WWE I've seen in like two years. <laughs> Just like yeah, I got a weapon. Uh, so. That, that's what I got on that. Uh, Flo, is anything you'd like to add uh, since they've added, since day one to now, as far as any intricacies for what's going on with their build? Uh, they have both.
1: It, it's been this funny thing where Edge knows everything The Miz is going to do, but he still ends up getting got. And it's just like the most geeky thing ever. Like, oh, we know. I'm not going to fart a setup. banana on the tailpipe, and then all of a sudden, here <laughs> banana in your tailpipe. So, yeah, he comes down towards the ring. He's like, she calls Beth out. He's like, "Oh, I'm not letting you go down there by yourself. They're obviously going to dump you." So they come out. The Miz jumps out. Edge is waiting on them, right? So Beth turns around and gets hit with the brick. And yes, then okay. The Miz takes out Edge. So they still win. <laughs> so it's just like that makes you so feel like more of the. Game. Heard
2: there was <laughs> a there was a bloodbath also in this yeah, thing,
1: and it was black. The bl- blood wasn't even red. It
2: okay, was so hard looking
1: thing.
3: So. Um, there was another one.
2: Yeah, it was yeah. just the one
1: where, it, or know, just like, one. Yeah, okay. where Beth had had her wild hair. Like I guess she was vampire okay. or wolf. Beth. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, so yeah. what I'm assuming, like gonna... what I'm okay. assuming is happening with the bloodbath thing. Now thinking about it and going back to when they did it to Seth, is that like they don't want they don't want red. They don't want anything that connotes blood. So. They put the red lights on, and they drop black. They drop the black liquid, and then like when it's in red lighting, it looks like blood, and that's their way of getting away from it. And then once they flash the lights on the normal color, it's black, so you can't say that that's blood. And that sound doesn't that sound, like that? And doesn't, oh, doesn't that sound like some convoluted? Doesn't that sound like some super convoluted that they would do to a, to be more? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly yeah. what it is. But you got your announcer screaming, it's a bloodbath. It's a
1: bloodbath. It's a oh, bloodbath. No, it's,
2: it's a broodbath!
3: bath. Bad. They did didn't, change um, the name. Didn't, uh, yeah. I remember doing one of the promos, like, during the Seth thing. They like, didn't them- he say, you turn my blood, uh, you turn my blood black or whatever, or something like that? Didn't Edge say that, like, about blood turning black? I, I honestly, my memory does not work as well as yours, so I would do I mean. Not- there's a reason why. I watch so little of it that I have to be able to retain this (laughs) stuff to even have any way of, like, knowing how they went from point A to point B to point C, even though they don't even do that, like, how I do it. So, I'm like, so, like, you probably was like, that's so stupid, and you remember, you like, I'm dumping out of my brain, but, like, I remember because, like, I only watch, like, 15 of these shows a year. Yeah.
1: So, in uh, 2000, I was at the Royal Rumble in Houston, Uh and... Edge coming out was the biggest pop, one of the biggest pops I've ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre winning was the audibly popped because Drew's my guy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Edge talked about, let's work with all these new people. He was naming the Garganos and the Champas and all these new people he never worked with. What match is he doing two years later at the same event? A match with 40-something-year-old Miz.
2: So amazing. Imagine paying Edge $3 million a year and pairing him up with The Miz at a big four show (laughs) at day one, also, which you're trying to turn into a big show.
3: Yeah. Um, When it's like, how's that going to work when like day one is on like a Tuesday
2: in a few weeks? I don't think they've thought that far in advance, but
1: I, I will be getting myself a Coke during this match. I, I feel like it's gonna be laid
2: out like reasonably well, but I feel oh like yeah, we're it's Edge see.
3: Magic. Edge don't yeah, Edge don't edge play. Really edge ed, Edge has layouts. He always does. And I, I, I actually liked
1: Maurice as a wrestler when she wrestled.
2: So I feel like we're gonna get a lot of overacting in this thing. Hopefully, a short, uh, six to eight minutes. I really ain't got much more for them uh, uh, on that. Uh, oh,
1: oh, oh, with the rest of the card, they're getting twenty. They're getting twenty at least. <laughs>
3: With the rest of the card? like We got to remember, remember them rumbles not, are long. I mean, those, those rumbles yeah, all are like, yeah, you know, like yeah. 40 minutes plus, 40 to, minutes to an hour. This is perfect
2: match to put after the first rumble they do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I don't think
1: it just had a match that lasted like less than 15 minutes.
3: Oh, they you're making that down. joke. All right, fair enough. I, I forgot. I didn't know you were doing <laughs> my bad. Okay, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh,
1: I am like, yeah, I am like, I wouldn't say dreading the match because I actually like, you know, I like three of the four people as far as how they wrestle in this match. So that works. But it's just the whole, I hate mixed tags. I hate American mixed tags. I, I just hate it. I just hate it. <laughs> like I've always have, always will. Like you can go five years ago and listen to me doing my Rinky Dink podcast. And I'm like, I hate mixed tags. So it's just when they did the mixed tag tournament, I hated it all. I'm like, so. Say like, is. Floyd is positive. The hit rate is low. I'm, it hit yeah.
3: low for
2: him floyd is Marie- positive.
1: if i'm positive i'm gonna hate this
2: <laughs> Maurice came back looking like Maurice
1: yeah yeah i mean
3: yeah i, I like maurice i like i like maurice. are are you are you making a are you uh hey man you know some would say
2: um all timer
3: very very i'm much like tom brady in, in, in LeBron James, like she's she's defined Oz very well. She's defined yes. Oz very well. Yes. Uh It's gonna be she a sad her- day when the fuckery does end though. <laughs> I was gonna say she knows her strengths. <laughs> I, I think I think I think we're years I think we're many, many years away from but it's gonna be a sad day because like Tate is like it let me stop. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. That's all I was saying. Let's just move on.
2: Look, we will continue that after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um,
3: yeah. So that's the rumble. Uh, that you know, the rumble. The, the rumble is the rumble. I know people like the rumble more than I do. Cause I think these, mostly these are crummy 50 minute matches, but you know, you're going to see some pops. You're going to see some goofy stuff. You know, obviously I'm, ch- I'm interested to see what Kofi and, and Naomi pull out this year. um, Let's, I'm interested to see what it what or if Mo, or if Montez Forge says anything you can do I can do better that would be interesting you know um, I,
2: I'd like to see Kofi Kingston get a nice like either like final four or like final two appearance kind of like as a gold watch like he doesn't have to win but like make I think if they make people think he's gonna win and then I you know I think it would be cool for him to be more than just the elimination spot gotcha
3: i i don't disagree um you know like this show could be really good like you got seth you got roman you got lesnar you got lashley uh the men's royal rumbles of of like every other year have been really damn good um we haven't really i think we only get pretty much got only gotten one really good woman's rumble the first one but you know um a lot of returns coming back. A lot of like the better wrestlers that they have are coming back in the Women's Rumble. So I think I think there's a I think there's opportunity for this to be a very good show. Uh, but then again, when you have more wrestling talent than any other promotion in the world, that's a pretty low fucking bar to have to say that your your second biggest show of the year could be pretty fucking good. Uh, it will either way, whether it's a great Rumble or a uh, okay Rumble or even a bad Rumble. It will not be the best wrestling show on the weekend or even on that day. So, Rich
2: In that case, it's time to hit the music.
3: Yes, sir. So we are coming upon it. The... 2022 anniversary show for stardom um the 11th anniversary uh this weekend we had the go home shows for it uh, the go home weekend um the which is kind of it was kind of odd in order because historically speaking um they have a show in osaka at the end of january um, and they title it normally as a an as a Anniversary in Osaka show, and you get either really good main events, or you get um, a really good card with high effort, uh, and this year, they pretty much said, we're not going to do it in Osaka, we're more or less going to bring all the effort and energy to the Saturday show, the show before. It's really weird, uh, but um, I'm just going to run through the card. So, um, I'm gonna go through the important stuff. So let me uh, scan real quick. Uh, Waka versus Saki. Saki beat Waka with uh, a kill switch. That's her finish. Uh, okay, match. Uh, Kaguma versus Unagi versus uh, Mai. Uh, so. It was queens. Sorry, not queens. But it was Cosmic Angels. Two of them versus Kaguma. Kaguma ends up uh, getting Unagi out of there. Ends up winning, uh, beating uh, Mai with uh, rolling her up with her Bridging Schoolboy finish. Uh, here, then we start getting the really good matches. Uh, you end up getting Mayu and Hazuki versus Tam and Mina. Uh, they have a back and forth of you know Hazuki, Hazuki in Mina doing high speed ish type stuff. That eventually sets way for uh, Tim and Mayu to do. Sorry,
2: those are the mid-speeders.
3: Hazuki's Hazuki.
2: I mean, at this point, you know.
3: Okay, sure. Mid-speed stuff. Uh, and then you end up getting there for, for Tam and Mayu to do their thing to kind of be their out, their, a bit of their outpost match for their triple threat match for, uh, red, red belt contendership. So they kill their, they kill each other as usual. Um, at the end, you go back, uh, they beat themselves to death to double down. They get in Mina and Hazuki. Uh, they have a really good, uh, closing stretch. Uh, at the end, they basically trade off between trying to hit each other with their own flash pins. Azuki of course comes out on top. She is a, uh, her Lamar, Straw. cradle gets to win. Uh, I ended up giving that three and a half. Uh, then I then basically base like the, the next two matches. It was basically three and a half, three and a half, three and a half into the show. Uh, so, uh, you end up with, uh, Utami and Saya versus Shuri and Micah. And it's basically just like, th- this is what the promotion is. Like, uh, you have the, the former Red Belt Champion, uh, the current Red Belt Champion, the current White Belt Champion, and um, and Micah in there who can beat any of them, uh, either of uh, Qu- the Queen's Quest members, and they just went out there and they just had a very good tag match. Uh, at the end, um, you end up getting Kamatani again to win by hitting uh, Micah with a Star Crusher, the, you know, fisherman Falcon's arrow. Uh, and that kind of pays back, uh, last weekend when Micah dumped her on her head with a mission, driver. So, and getting a the win then. So, uh, the main event is Julia, Mirai and Tekla versus Starlight Kid, Momo and Rowaka. And Tekla and Kid starting to match off doing high speed stuff. Uh, during the pre-match promos, Kid mentioned that she was interested in Tekla because she seems to flash some of the high speed, uh, uh, I guess the word will be uh, traits. So they get in there and do their thing. And it's really good. Uh, you end up getting Julia and Momo, and they're super heated. I don't know where this heat comes from, but I'm glad to see it. Maybe it's because they, you know, Julia got hurt at the end of um the Grand Prix, and they missed out on their match. So, uh, real really good back and forth with forearms and kicks and and whatnot. Uh, and then at the end, you have uh the other the third match. They get Marai. Uh big strong girl versus Roaka. Big strong young girl. And uh they have their hoss uh interactions. Um by the end you end up getting Julie and there were walking down closing stretch, uh, and then Julie ends up over overwhelming her and ends up putting her in her, the stealth viper finish. Uh the I can't even I can't even describe what that fucking move is, but she that's her, her submission where she puts you in like a STF, leans you over and like chokes you from behind and turns you over. It's weird. Uh so that was uh that was the Saturday show Sunday show. We get assessment Unagi Rich, the Naxter, as as you and JT call
2: her. Uh oh, she- also Unagi Sayaka. Uh, I believe she was the in the shoe. Think the shoepo awards. Uh, she was like the highest ranking stardom wrestler and like popularity or something I' I saw some stat like eh? with unagi like that that was that was some fan voting so thing. basically
3: fan voting is shoot okay 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 that makes more sense than I'm say in real life no uh she's she's a rich I have uh entered the uh the Google trends for all the stardom members and she is top i want to say eight
2: look top star hey guess,
3: guess who else is top eight Ooh. The Mina. Uh, I something tells me this doesn't have that much to do with the pro wrestling. But uh you know
2: whatever. Whatever. The eel, whatever. No, the, Look, the, the, the eel crew. The,
3: the whole idea is get them good enough to be able to wrestle uh the main eventers, and then they then become the main eventers. <laughs> that's, that's the job. Uh so yeah. Uh so the Sunday show in Osaka. Uh first match. Uh, the assessment match, Unagi versus, uh, Momokogo, from this moment forward, because there are, you know, as we have with Saya, Ida, and Saya Kamatani, I call Ida, uh, Giant Saya, or I call her, uh, Ida, and I call Kamatani, Kamatani, or Tall Saya, uh, we gotta come up, obviously, we gonna keep calling Momo Watanabe Momo, because she's fucking Momo, uh, so we so i suggest that we just call um momo Kogo. we call her kogo from going forward just call her kogo that sound that sound cool to you
2: yeah that's that's cool with me
3: all right cuz i'm not about to, i'm not about to start calling momo watanabe I'm not doing it i refuse
2: like, like kogo i, I just change that to koko you know
3: so there's a there's a joke about that uh where uh later in the show where that actually happens where a, a, someone gets called Someone calls her koko so Um,
2: Unagi got DMs open. That must be a nightmare. I'm sorry. What? I said Unagi has the DMs open. That that must be a nightmare.
3: I I did I I what? I'm how do you know this? You can see it on her page. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, that's well. I think most of the Stardom wrestlers have their DMs open because like tickets, right? Tickets, exactly. Yeah, and then also you know people are saying a lot of Josh Russell's ridiculous stuff, aside from uh, just tickets, but yeah, like, it, it is, is not. not. Yeah, it is not. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> so, you have, uh, Unagi versus versus Kogo. Uh, gotta say, Kogo seems to be more advanced than an average young girl. The problem is she wrestles in slow-mo. So, Hopefully, over time, she gets more matches, picks up her, her instincts, her pacing. And with what she already does, she could, she could be good. Uh, she's real thin. Get her in this weight program that Stardom has been having with, with the women wrestlers of late. In a year, she could be a totally different uh, – with also matches. She could be – 100 matches, she could also be a totally different wrestler. I can see – I see I, I see I f- why they added her.
2: I feel like the Donald Del Mondo um, weightlifting team – uh, is the advanced unit. Oh,
3: man. Look, you got Shiri, a former UFC fighter. You got the giant Hameka. You got the woman that has the nickname Strong Girl and then Micah, former Judoka. Ju- <laughs> and you got Mirai, who's just like, dude, I think Mirai probably is like f- 5, 10 pounds heavier than Micah, and it's all in her
2: shoulders. She, I like, feel like Odeo Tide don't love no weights.
3: I mean, comparatively speaking, they may as well not, right? Like, Starlight Kid's the only one that's out here looks like they're they, they lifting weights uh, compared to uh, uh, Donald, uh, mondo. Donald mondo Everybody in Donald mondo got got definition in them arms. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, uh, at the end, Unagi, Unagi ends up uh, beating uh, Momo with a frog splash off the top rope. Um, two and two quarters for opening match with a woman that has, like, not that many matches i'll add her like i think she's better than waka right now i think she doesn't have like the charisma or pluck of waka but gotta get pinneaters where you can get them um and young girls where you can get them in in this era so uh next match after that um mina versus waka versus tecla uh, and this match is another charisma off between Mina and Tekla, and uh, there's a lot of tension uh, between those two. And, uh, and by tension, I mean I think these two really, really like each other. Uh, but
2: w- you know, was there a lot of jiggling also?
3: There was some jiggling. There was also a lot of really close to each other's face. By the end of the match, a lot really close to each other's faces with tongues out. There's a lot of that.
2: Uh, but, well, you, you but never know with Mina, she just might show up with a different hair color and crazy when it's time for the match. <laughs> so, uh,
3: anyway, in this three-way match, uh, there was a lot of, uh, I think that, I think that Waka is serviceable when there's a, when in a tag setting, multiple person settings, put, you put her in a singles match where she's not getting just destroyed by like a Tam or a Shuri. It just, it doesn't work. It falls apart. That's where she is that's where she is in her career. But as far as like Awful. being able to, to be a pin eater in a tag match or in a multi person match, she does perfectly fine. Uh this is a good match. Uh at the end you end up getting um uh, at the end you end up getting uh Tekla catching Waka with a European clutch. She ended up going full uh saber on you. Um uh, next match after that you get uh Utami and Kamatani versus Saki and Def, the olds of of Hawaii don't tie. Uh and this match is good. Uh obviously you got Def in there. You got Saki when she wants to when she wants to try and not and you know, basically like not be like an opening match wrestler. She could go out there with someone that's good. And obviously Kamatani and, and Utami are, are very good or great even. Uh so uh they did their thing. It was a short match, it's third match on the, on this card, and uh at the end you end up getting um Kamatani in a finishing off uh Saki with a star crusher uh uh next match of that special singles match aka we have put Tam in here with all these pin eaters and she I don't think she's won a single match all year we, and she's about to be in a number one contenders match let's get her a fucking w uh she's in there with uh Mai and um you know basically you know the second pin eater in Cosmic Angels versus the Leader of Cosmic Angels um there's been some, I already
2: know what that's gonna be.
3: Yeah, there's been some under or some teases of ever since Julia came back that my or my joined stardom because of she was inspired by Julia. Julia has uh trolled Tam about that. Uh so they have this match, and most of the matches more or less Tam just beating her ass for most of it and giving her a couple comebacks and fighting from underneath against Tam. Uh my was Mai was pretty good at it. Uh, it wasn't a special match, but it wasn't like anything like, uh, you know, say a Tam and Unagi match, but, uh, from the Grand Prix, but this was a, this was a, this was a good match. Uh, I gave her three stars flat. Uh, at the end, Tam ends up winning with a, uh, with a, t- her Tiger suplex, and at the end, um after you know tam beat her ass with a million with a big slap million forearms uh eating forearms no selling her shit and stuff she said look i'm glad you're here and i hope you continue to fight with me and and uh and you know we share similar dreams and them. so hopefully you continue with me uh so let me know what you feel and uh my said like you know i appreciate you i love you tam but uh i i don't want to let my what i don't want to say what my feelings are as of now and then um Unagi, uh, took her off or Mina took her off in Tamlet conflicted, like I don't, I don't know I think it's a tease that she might go to join DDM because that's what Julia has been, um you know, jokingly wanting her to do to troll Tam, uh, I think it's just a tease, uh, but it is interesting um next match after that Mayu, Hazuki, and Kaguma versus Starlight Kid, Momo, and Rowaka, and, uh Starts out Starlight Kid versus uh, versus Kaguma. Gets in Mayu versus uh, Starlight Kid. You get Mayu versus Momo. You get Hazuki uh, versus Momo. Mo- Momo and Hazuki, they're, they're, they they touch each other now, and it's electric. Like they got to have a singles match at some point, a special singles match, even before the Grand Prix, or maybe even by you know Cinderella or a big match Cinderella, like. They're killing each other. They're being a shit of each other. Light like their Shuri and Tommy. Light like their Tam and Julia. It is really interesting. So uh, there's something. Can there. I get my?
2: Uh, can I get my five minute lightning rematch of uh, Starlight Kid and Hazuki from like years ago?
3: Of 2019. I will. Yeah. Could be. She might be a little preoccupied with the tag titles, but I would love to see it. Yeah. And hopefully, I, I had actually had this thought with uh, the seven that are now in Donald Do Mondo, right? right? Um, Like, there are going to be a point where, like, pretty much, like, there are going to be people that are going to be left off the Grand Prix, not, if, even if with 20 people. Like, we're at that point now where, like, it's going to be, like, adults actually be like, nah, can't make it. And there, I already have my picks for who I do not want to see in the Grand Prix that's a grown adult by the time it'll uh, be in the summer and everyone will be back. But uh, it's going to be, like, Lady C, like, it's going to be years before she makes a Grand Prix. It's going to be years before, like, Waka or or Maya make the Grand Prix. It's gonna be years before, like, I don't know. Like, are we sure to eat the giant? Obviously, she's she should. She's one of the twenty best wrestlers. But like, are we sure that like giant size is gonna make it in next year? Like, they're I gonna fuck so. around and be like, put yeah. instead, and then be like, no, fuck that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, but uh, you know, some somebody could. Leave, you know, it is Joshi for all.
3: That's true, so. and I mean, obviously, like, you know, that just only shows you how much talent that the company has. Whereas, like, someone that, like, you know, someone like Saida is going mean, like might be on the bubble. because, like she can have four, she can have three and a half star matches. I've seen her do it in singles matches. So, uh, ultimately, by the end of uh, this match, uh, the stars versus uh. Oita oh, time match. You end up getting Kaguma. End up catching uh Roaka with a flashing bridge schoolboy to get her out. Like uh, she was dead to rights with uh. And Roaka went to go give her the top rope splash, and Kaguma rolled out the way and then hit her with the hit her with flash pin. Uh. So after the match, um. And I forgot to mention this earlier in the show. After uh Kogo got whooped by Unagi, um Unagi said, "Hey, like you got you show some heart. Congratulations. Um. Glad that you're in stardom." But you can't join Cosmic Angels. She's she didn't say this, but you know, like you ain't taking another, you ain't taking, we're not taking another pay cut for this for this Cosmic Angels bag. We're not doing it no more. So uh, Momo says, or sorry, Kogo says that's fine. But like, I really didn't want to join Cosmic Angels anyway. And then like, uh, so after so flash forward to after Stars wins, um, Kogo walks out. As she was cornering, she says. Mayu, can I join? Can I join Cosmic? Cosmic Angels? Can I join Stars? And uh, Mayu was like, you know what? I did watch the opener. You got some? I like you. Uh, so what? What? Kagum, What do you think? Kagum was like, you know, I had some brief interaction with her on uh, on Twitter, and she seems like a lovely girl. So I'm with it. And asked Suzuki, and Suzuki was like, I don't know, but like, what does the crowd? How does the crowd feel about it? Um... And the crowd cheers, like, alright, well, the crowd's with it, so I'm with it, too. We can add her. Uh, but I'm kind of hesitant, because, you know, Star's all homegrown, and like, Togo just got here. Uh, so... Uh Mayu said, you know, it'll be fine, and you know, we'll make it I'll make it personally fine because I am appointing you to be in charge of of, of making sure that uh she develops. So she is now in charge, or she is now basically coaching uh Kogo uh going forward. So they posed and then uh, and took pictures and they walked off. So uh that's that. Uh the main event was Shuri and Micah versus Julia and Marai. So <sighs> This match is good. The problem is it went to a 30-minute time limit. In Osaka. A, the, t- the town in Japan is notorious to get p- people to clap. So it would they, you know, they wrestled it like it was going 30 minutes. I didn't realize it until I, they finally hit the time limit. I was like, oh my god, that's why they wrestled so slow to start. They were building towards this. So by the time you get towards the end with uh Mariah and Shiri and they're beating the crap out of each other, it's awesome. But like it's the last <laughs> like I had to sit through 20 minutes of building that I didn't realize that it was a 30-minute time. And I for- I thought that like all time limits and starting or non time matches were 20 minutes. Now all of a sudden, like, where did this extra 10 minutes come from? So uh and I've been watching Star for how long now? So anyway swindled you. Yes. So uh Mariah. Mariah and Shuri set aside, or they set aside all of my uh, worries that this match won't be very good. This match is going to be great. Uh, now it's going to be some four and a half type thing. I don't think so, but like I think they got four in the bag. Like uh, Shuri and Mariah, it's basically like it's almost like uh, uh, power slams in in Kamuras and. and, Kimuras and uh, in lariats versus Shuri, you know, ultimate technical wrestler, uh, throws in some Lucha hard kicks. Uh, so like, it's going to, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. So the, the finishing up anyway, the finishing up coming on, uh, Shuri ends up hitting a, a bridging German suplex, uh, and Julia runs in and makes a save and then the bell rings. Uh, so yeah, so that is the, uh, the, the uh, the weekend for stardom um so getting to the pay-per-view uh top uh let's go for basically top down uh, so, uh shuri versus marai I'm, I'm i think we're all picking shuri here in our first defense after winning the main event of this you know this the third biggest show or fourth biggest show in the history of the company right
2: about to be rainmaker shot. You know, that would Mariah
3: be going the right. That would be funny. I Got to tell you, like I don't think she's as good as uh, Kazuchika Okada was at the time when she, he beat uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Just, just a, just a, just a guess. Just a guess. Um, uh, so the the triple threat match for the number one contendership is semi main event. Um, it is Mayu versus Julia versus Tam. Um, they've all been putting in tag matches against each other uh, of late to kind of show you what it looks like. Obviously I didn't need that with Tam versus either of those two, like her two biggest rivals basically in the promotion. Like I already know what that is. Uh Tam and or sorry uh Momo not Momo. Mayu and Julia like they have great they've had a pair of great matches together. It's just uh uh they just rarely ever wrestled. Like I think they've wrestled three times ever, like in singles matches. So um yeah I don't know like Mayu is very good in triple threat matches. Like uh particularly uh 2020's match with, uh, Momo and, um, Konami was awesome. Fucking awesome. Uh, so like, I expect this to be a great match. Um, but, and obviously like, you know, it's those three anyway, but like, just as far as like the, even in the setting of it being a three-way, uh, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be interesting. Cause like starting really do big match three ways. And this is like the first one I can remember ever happening, uh, on, on a pay-per-view. So, um, I think, I think the idea that it's two falls is cool. where it's like, you know, the first fall gets a title shot at, uh, Sumo hall in March. And then on the next, and then on, because you know, there's two March, Sumo hall shows back to back. And then on the other show, the, the second fall, you know, after it turns to a singles match, whoever wins that will also get a shot. So, um, I have no idea. The Only thing I'm pretty sure of is that Julia is going to win one of the falls. I don't know about the other, uh, the other one though. um, What's your thinking on it, Rich?
2: I feel like... um, I feel like they they gotta save Julia for down the road. Uh, Do do your your Mayu and... um, Do your Tam match and you revisit Tam and Julia by the time Julia's the Red Belt champion. So um, you go with... Uh, Julia losing, getting out of the way, let her stay with mate, keep carrying the belt. Uh,
3: that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because, like, I think that um, if you were to ask me who do I think is going to win the Grand Prix this year, it would probably be Julia because Julia was supposed to win it last year. Uh, but, you know, God fixed the booking. Um, So, there, there's that at play. So, I could, so I could definitely see that. Um. Yeah, I I could I, I could definitely see that, and then like it sets up the plenty of time for her to rebuild after losing, um, you know, losing the tag titles, getting pinned by Hazuki, and then losing this match to whoever, um, or losing one of the falls to whoever, get her to rebuild or whatever else. It'd probably be you know by that point in time, they'll probably pull the trigger on whatever heel turn they do with her um it might be and, and that's plenty of time for them to actually like change the swap the title that'd be plenty of time like that'd be like Octoberish if she won the grand prix or whatever so or first you know win the grand prix and then go to the next defense so they could, yeah they could do it like that um yeah i mean i mean either way like Sherry, the idea of shiri versus either any any of those three in the main event is going to be fucking awesome so uh, in those back to back shows. So and we know she could do it. She just had back to back great matches at 25 minutes apart. So uh so yeah I'm I'm with you on that. Um so uh next match after that the white belt title match Kamatani versus Unagi a match that like I am more uh I am more positive about the about the idea of um now than I was when it first happened or like it was headed that way after the sumo hall show it looked like you know unagi no self-awareness just says whatever i challenge i challenge for whatever i want i do what i want right um unagi unagi i i i i'm stopping just short of saying she's good because there's still some parts where of uh there's still some rough parts some rough edges as far as like her um as far as like basically like her her movements or whatever else, but much like you know that Tam match that she had when she challenged for the belt in November, like you put her in a focus match, she has the spots. Uh, she's going to work with someone that's also that's also damn good. They're they're going to have a good match. Like it's you know, um, I you know I, I,
2: very excited about this. Um, yeah, you you you, know.
3: you like these two a lot.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Two these two two I like. Um so what, been, sorry, go ahead. been down with been down with uh Komatani for a while now. Pretty much the um uh, uh the March show last year uh I got on the Komatani bandwagon. So um, you know, and then I see Unagi kinda in that same line. Like I think she's a great underdog baby baby face, and she's like Oh, she's good at dying. Yeah, Real good. you 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 can fuck her up. Like, and she's tough. Yeah, and she has a sword.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think she probably brings the sword out this uh Got uh, to. uh on Saturday. Yeah. So, what do you what do you set the over under at for, for Star Rating?
2: I will go 3 and 3 quarters. And I'll take the over.
3: I'm thinking 3 and 3 quarters is the push. I think in three three quarters is the push, uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of where we are. Um, so uh, next match for that, uh, Kakuma and Hazuki versus Hazuki. I'm sorry, Hazuki and Kakuma versus Micah and Hameka. Um, this match is gonna be good. That's gonna be good. Like, like Hazuki and uh, Kakuma in the tag league, like. They, they killed it. Um, I, I don't think they were the best tag team because it was still Momo and, and Azumi at the time, but they were right underneath it. And then, like, in the final when they had their match with uh, Momo and, um, and, and Azumi, they killed it. And then in the title change when they won at uh, on the ninth, like, they killed it, too. Um, that's mm-hmm. the best match to start them so far this year still. Like, they're, they're they're damn good together. And like, they're in there with the, like a tag team that like, I wish had not lost a tag, t- tag team titles last year. And like, I, you know, I really like Mike, I, I really like what she, where I think she's headed. Like, think they're going to have to belt her soon. Like, I, I feel like in the next year or so, they're going to have to give her a belt, a white belt or red belt. I don't care which one, but yeah. And then, uh, Hameka, Hameka is built for tags. So like, I think it's going to be a really good match. Uh, ultimately, I think that, um, I think that stars will hold on to these belts. Uh, but I think they might come back eventually to, to them getting another shot at this. And like, Mike, uh, Hameka and Micah might like win these titles back eventually and have the one that they, you know, I wish they had had last year.
2: I'll what do you take, think about it? Uh, I'll, I'll take Kaguma and Hazuki.
3: Yeah. And, and also I, I expect at this point, uh, at some point in this match to, uh, to see uh Mikey get caught in the bearism. I-, I expected to put the two up, you know. Yeah. So uh SWA match for the Vega SWA belt that Shuri left behind to focus on the red belt. Mina versus Tecla. I think this match is going to be a lot better, than people think it is. I think it, uh, or not or maybe than I thought originally because like you know that um a lot of people doubt Mina I thought Mina was had very good match or had good matches throughout the Grand Prix last year and I was super pumped for the match with Tam and then they did what they did they decided to have a melodramatic match instead of an actual match so uh, I think there's a chance to redeem herself in a big singles capacity or biggest one since then and like her and Tecla have. Clearly have some uh, have good in ring chemistry so far. So like as a third match on the card, I feel I feel like they're just going to go out there and have like a three and a quarter match and in like seven minutes to get that hell out of there and it's going to be fun. I th- I think Tekla has to win this thing.
2: Yeah, I think this has Tekla written uh, all over it. Like it's it's essentially a giant reset for that belt and. Put it on essentially what's still an outsider, and then let her uh, carve her identity holding that belt in the promotion. Yeah, yeah. So second
3: match. Uh, originally, this was supposed to be Utami versus Momo, but um, I don't know if it's because there was a situation with uh, Zumi's nose where they had to originally go with that as a singles match or not or whatever else. But we're here now. Queen's Quest versus Oedo Tai utami inazumi versus momo and kid i don't know why this is the second match of the card i wish this was like the third for the top so we could go and get them in there for like 15 minutes so they can go out there and kill in the tag match but and as a, as a number two match on the card this is a hell of a number two match like this is four of the best wrestlers in the world um, put together and there's a grudge there and a feud there and a, and a betrayal there and you know um, a broken, uh, you know, a, a almost broken nose and someone used a wrench. Like, um, I just hope Nasco stays the fuck away. I hope the rest of Edelta stays away. Like they can get one or two spots of heat, but like outside of that, let these four go at it. Cause like this matches like the, this lineup of, uh, of talent, like this could be like, if they wanted to, it won't be because of the time of the sliding on the card. but like if they wanted to be, they could go out here and have a, one of the better matches and start them of the year. Uh, it just happens to be put here. Um, I, I kind of think that like Oedo Tai needs to win, um, if, uh, to get this thing over to uh, to go where I think they're trying to go with Momo, um, as a potential as a red belt challenger in the future for for Shuri, um, to kind of get some you know, uh, kind of ungeekify Oedo Tai. I I kind of think that um you know I think you kind of got to give uh, the hills the win here. Uh, what do you
2: think, Rich? I am with you. Um, they need to be established. Like, I don't want to beat Momo and take that heat off her uh, until a singles match.
3: Yeah. Like, get get this evil Momo here with Shuri and let her lose. And then after that, do what you want. But, you know, yeah. I'm with you. In the opener, um, Lady C, who somehow is uh, still alive uh, versus Hannon for the future title. Um, I just hope this match is good. Uh, like they're both good wrestlers is opening match in the Stardom and It's the, and it's a future's belt. So like, I feel like it's a good match. I ultimately think that, uh, lady C will win this belt, but I don't think she wins it here. I think that Hannah holds on. Hannah just won it at sumo hall. Um, they gave her a revamp of her, of her character. Like she is dressed in, um, in like her, like she's in like a bedazzled stars version of like, of like uh, her school outfit. Or whatever else, like she's changed her poses up to be like a cute school girl. Like she's she she's an actual JK fighter in like a real one, not like Surrey. She's really in high school. Surrey, C- she, 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 she went, she graduated from high school years ago. She's 25 or whatever the fuck. Like, so yeah, uh, that's what, we, that's what, how did we forget to talk about Surrey, uh, on, on Monday
2: or Tuesday? We did, we did. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. just I, when 25. I saw it, I was like, now, I, I felt bad for my boy, Zach Porter, because, you know, he was a big proponent of the sun god, as she was called. Yes. Um, I never really thought she had found her footing in NXT uh, under her previous presentation. Yep. Like, I don't think she was on the, like, the EO level or the Kyrie level, anything like that. They did not but, push her in that way, no. Yeah, like, I think they... um. I don't know, man. I saw that, and I like they're playing in the stereotypes, and it's funny. Um, NXT 2.0 was getting held up as like this bastion of diversity, and you know everything else. Like I'm like, they're just doing stereotypes, like one note stereotypes. Like this isn't, this isn't the dream. A 25
3: year old schoolgirl fighter in a Nazi. Thanks. They did drop his ass name though, so. He's just Gunther. But why, why was he
1: Gunther to begin with, though, uh, Floyd? Why was he Gunther to begin with? Yes. Uh, because they wanted I to name him after no Nazi. Nazi. See, this is what I'm going to say, is I think Walter was down with the name change. So when they eventually screw him up and he gets his bag, he can say, well, that name was stupid, and go back to being Walter, like Kenta did with Adele <laughs> Connelly. <laughs> so he's like, Gl- i am gladly changed my name do it pick whatever name my, you want my,
3: <laughs> maybe my thing is like you know we've always heard about like they give you you know they tell you to come up with like a bunch of names or whatever else uh, and then they okay whatever you know either 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 yog either the 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 talent gives names and they okay it or the company gives names and the talent officially okays it but it's like okay so what was number two on the list? Once y'all find out Gunther Stark was should be unavailable, because <laughs> uh, why didn't we go to number two? I don't understand why we didn't go to number two. It's so weird. Uh, I don't know how even the start of we you even, even talking about shitting on WWE. I don't know, but anyway, like yeah, so that should be a good match. That's so that's the that's the first match. Uh, the dark match. Uh, it is a battle royal with uh, seven people in it. So I don't, I don't know how that works, but that's what they do with us. Battle royal with seven people in it. Uh... If it's any good, we'll talk about. We know we don't talk about dark matches for pay per views, but yeah, like should be a great show with seven matches. uh, All seven should be good. One, two, uh, three, four. Four I expect to be great, or four four should be. You should expect to be great. So yeah, like good luck Royal Rumble. If you're, if, if you're someone that watches Stardom in uh, WWE, good luck, Royal Rumble, trying to uh, keep up with Rumble matches after you see like Shuri and Mariah beat the shit out of each other. So, there's that. Um, is there anything else to add to this show?
2: Nope.
3: Nope. Okay.
1: Uh, I so- did want to throw one thing in about your thing. The way that person joined the faction, uh, the way you described it, was the greatest way I've ever heard someone join a faction ever. Hey, I want to be in a faction. Hey, you want her in? You want her in? Oh, okay. You're in. That is I'm, awesome. I mean, well, that I
3: is. I do that more. I mean, <laughs> you know, like uh, because you know, like these shows are house shows, and Japanese wrestling is a lot like that. Especially ones that have factions. A lot of that is just more like very stripped down and very basic, and like that's kind of the reason why I like Joshi so much because like they're not trying to or either just pure pure in it's Like they give you like the the sports presentation, like the stuff, like pretty much anything involving, like, character or emotion is, like, at its barest and is, at its, uh, and is as needed. Like, you're not going to get, like, there is nobody coming out just to give you a 20-minute a promo to start off a stardom show. Like, that's never happening. Uh, uh, no. Like, the closest thing you get is, like, oh, maybe someone's retiring or something at the start of a yeah. show. Like, so, you know, it's, it's just this is easy like, watch. For, like- me, for me, it's easy watch, like, to give the sports first thing Everything else after that is like why was this why was this match booked? Because it's ex because it's because it's sport. Like you go out there and you fight. Yeah. That's how it it, you like it like it's not
1: this big reveal or somebody turning on somebody. It's like I like your group. Can I hang with you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're responsible for. Her. <laughs> it's
3: like yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I was like, that that's a... Uh, you know, I uh I, I I, I like that pairing. Also, one of the things that's inside the fashion stuff is like the the way they make teams out of the factions. Like, um, so like Hazuki is tag team champions with Kaguma, uh, but she had just came back after retiring because like uh, she had a falling out with the company. But she came back in and, uh, and had her first match in October. So she's back now. She won the tag titles, and she's basically the number two in a faction behind Mayu, who's you know top star in the company. And Mayu's obviously like she's transitioning out. Like she won't like she, you know. I think over the summer last year she said that, like she's probably only has like two years left in her. Right. So like, stars is stars. At one point in time was the was the biggest merch selling fashion. You got to figure out who to hand this down to. The perfect person to hand it down to is Hazuki. So how do you how do you kind of get this off the ground? All right, you're in charge of someone now. It was one thing where like you were, you know, your nickname was a wild heart and you did what you please and you do what you want to do and uh, whatever else. Like, how about we give you some responsibility now is it now that you're actually a baby face?
1: So, hey, like, like I said, I love it. I love yeah. the simplicity of it. I just I feel like like they missed that with Will or join joining the best friends. He has a <laughs> decent match. He's like, hey, can I be a part of the best friends? Orange Cassidy just kind of gives him the half thumb up. And Bro,
2: he's in the Trent. group. Hates him. Yes, like, I love that. Is yeah. some that is, something, that is <laughs> yes. something to watch. A story so, as old as time.
3: So, yeah. so they didn't. Okay, so th- there's only been one thing on the TV, and it was the part where like he was giving fist bumps to everybody. Like I think last week, Trent was, and then he left Yuta out. Um, what has been happening like on BT and behind the scenes that uh, that, that makes you say that like he hates him? Now, like, like
1: straight dissing. <laughs> Just oh, he's like, dissing dude, him? How he can? Yes, like damn, I, I fucking. Like, like, I think he said, was, "I hate you." Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, like when he oh, was just out, kidding. They started bringing Willie Yuta around, and then like they were calling him like Trent and shit. Ah, uh, like, okay. So like, there was like Rocky was like, "Hold on, you're not Trent." Like it's it's it was weird. Like it was a whole goofy Rocky, thing, said but...
3: to Tr- Rocky said that the Rocky said that the Yuta.
2: Yeah, yeah, like they, and kinda, like, they, they were with like, his mind. this is they were like, this is Trent. And they were like, what do you mean? Wow. I, I didn't know Trent was Southeast Asian or something <laughs> right, like that. Like, right. Yeah.
3: Also, yeah, like the Rapungy did... Vice stuff too is like, wait a second, like, give me my tag team for you. What do you mean? This is this. What do you mean? Um. Oh yeah, when are we getting that match?
2: I kind of have to get I, would, I would think.
1: Uh, maybe next. I think next week we'll probably do next rampage. Okay. Yeah,
2: I want to
3: see that match. They're they're good together. Yeah, I really like Trent. Yeah, I know that. Um, but yeah. So, uh, that's the end of the show, y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to raise whatever app you're using. Listen to this, Floyd. Uh, give us your plugs, my man.
1: Uh, follow me at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter and follow the uh, podcast at At Elite Pod. Our show is moving next week. It will start being dropped on Friday, so we can have a more you know, new, fresh take on Dynamite every week.
2: Okay. Cool, man. Okay. Make sure you guys vote in the One Nation Radio Awards. Uh, still climbing steadily. Uh, I'm going to count those up. Very, very, very close races in a couple a couple uh, cases. We need all the votes we can get. To settle some scores. Settle so some scores. Okay, CM Punk.
3: Uh, so, uh, also, uh, you know, go to the Red Circle. Donations. 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 Gifts. Uh, yeah, uh, be sure to rate it uh, or to listen to the other shows on the network besides when radio on Tuesdays. We have keeping the strong style on uh Wednesday. We have Rick and Clive wrestling show, uh, uh on Wednesday, every other Wednesday, we have Grumman watches shit on Thursdays. We have, uh, the grave consequence podcast on Fridays. We have eight bit suplex. Uh, so f- we will have, uh, all things Elite moving around, but uh, for now, it's on Saturday, but it will move on uh, soon to Fridays. Uh, Great Match Generator and also AEW Match Time. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.